Blog Talk Radio.
This blog talk radio show is supported and paid for by Lacosa Nostra Radio. All expressed views and opinions of the host and guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Lacosa Nostra Radio and its leadership. Hello, 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 and welcome to Lacosa Nostra Radio Open Poetry with Boo and Jay. Lacosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com. <clears throat> allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. Want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home, hanging our hats, chilling out. Um, we really enjoy our Sunday nights, our Friday nights, our Saturday nights, our Tuesday nights, and our uh, Wednesday days here on Lacosa Nostra Radio. Uh, without further ado, let me bring on the boss herself, the virtuoso, Boo. Hello, Boo. Boo, <laughs> hello. How are you? <laughs> I was pressing the button. I didn't get to the button on time. <laughs> like, I got to get around her. So I, I had to stretch out her name. <laughs> holla, Boo. Holla, Beard. Holler, Linda. <laughs> Yep, and uh, let me see. We we got a, we got jam-packed phone lines, but before we get to the phone lines, I want to say hello to Beard out on the board, and I want to say hello to Joseph Moon out on the board. Great to see you. Uh, Linda's out on the board. Great to see you guys. Uh, we'll Linda's we'll there. get to mm-hmm. No, no, she's on the line. We'll get to her. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Beard, meet me at Beard. Marius out on the board. I saw Harco Parco out on the board. Good to see him. He's still on hold. And without <laughs> without further ado, hey Boo, uh, just let me know anytime, Boo. I got my door open because I'm letting air in here because it's kind of warm yeah. in my apartment. So if if the background noise gets loud on my end, let me know and I will shut the door. Okay. Okay, but without further ado, let's bring in number one. Hello, Chris. Oh, Chris. Hello, JCA. Boo. How are you all? Chris. How are you? Did you like that song, Chris? Always. Always. <laughs> is, is my um, playlist of your of your music out yet? Uh, no, I'm working on that, though. I'm going to be the first gonna, one. I'm going to send you the first copy, that. Chris. No, I'm going to send you the first copy. I got something I can send you, though. You send me your email. You want it. All right. Thank you. Now, let me, it's time to bring on a dreamer, boo. Hello, Salwa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You won't be a dreamer. (laughs) (laughs) Back to reality. Hi, boo. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey. You are great, by the way. I have to say something quickly. Just here listening to you behind the scene, you have skills to be host a live radio. You really are good. <laughs> I just like to say this. Agree. So, Agreed. Yeah. Hi, number one, and hi, Boo. Hi, Boo. I agree. Hey, People don't Sala. know all the stuff Sala. he does while the show is going on. Yes. He's amazing. Not easy. Yes. You, you didn't. You didn't give us a poem tonight. Please send me one. Oh, I didn't? 
Oh, I think I did. No, send me one. Okay. I, I was, I've been looking all day. I've got, I've got to upload her SoundCloud. I've got to upload her SoundCloud, but she hasn't sent me oh, one I'm yet. I'm so sorry. I thought I did. I honestly, I think I, I meant to do it, and I, I, I thought I did. So I'll take care of it right now. Sorry about that. Thank you. No problem. Just, just message me, okay, and I'll get it. I'll get it up there. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And let's go to the Great White North. Hello, Linda. Hi, JC. How are you? I am doing good. I'm doing really good. Right on. How's right the weather on. up there? I had a. Um, you know what? It's been, it was about 50 degrees today. I got out of the house for the first time in three weeks and went to church, and we had a lovely day. And the the weather is the snow is melting, so it's a lot of mud outside. And but you can see the driveway now almost. Um, yeah, it's starting to melt off. We're starting to get a little spring in here. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I remember one one of the big things of when I was in Iraq. I know totally different different things, but when the when the rainy season hit in Iraq. You, you you talk about mud, and you you guys everybody thinks oh it's so muddy outside. You haven't seen anything until you get mud in a desert. You just, right. just put that around. Just wrap that around your head a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they say the melt here is pretty bad too. But yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like every step is like your your the soles of your shoes would double in size because it would stick to the bottom of your shoes. <laughs> and so eventually right. Everybody in high heels with mud. <laughs> wow. Right. Yes. And let me continue on the phone lines and welcome Wayne to the show. Hello, Wayne. Hello, guys. How you doing? Feedback, really good. Feedback, Jay, bad. I'll tell you what. You need to get Jay to have a little thing where the little bouncing ball, where the little bouncing ball goes as long as you play, and we can all sing along. There you go. I missed you last night. Well, Wayne, I'm glad you figured out how to get out of South Dakota. I don't know how you got stuck in South Dakota, but I get it. Um, And let's keep on going to the phone lines, and welcome to the show, Uh, Nick. Hello, Nick. How you doing? Hey, Nick. Hey, Jersey Nick. Isn't it delicious? Hey, Brennan. I mean, Chris. Hey. You know he lives in in Kentucky, Wayne, right, Jay? Oh, yeah, I do. I do, but he got stuck. You missed the show when he got stuck in South Dakota. Oh, okay, got it. Long story. (laughs) It it was a great poem by Tila, and that's all I'll say. You got to check it out because you were in it too, boo. <laughs> and I, it's funny to and I. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, we were trying to figure out where to send Wayne, and we sent him Dakota, and he went to the wrong Dakota. But that's it. <laughs> so like my life story. <laughs> it's just that's and, his fault. 
let me continue on the line and welcome Rack to the show. Hey, Rack. Hey, guys. Hi, Rack. Who's Rack? Hey, Wayne. <laughs> Hello, Rack on Tech. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Good job. <laughs> and everybody say hello to Blue out in the out in the board board too. So hello Blue. Hi Blue. Blue Blue Blue. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. we're gonna, we're going to start this show in a very special way. I put in a special request, and I got that request answered. And this is this is something extra special for you, Boo. Okay. <laughs> So, without further ado, we are going to listen to a little Phil the Poet. And this is an extra special audio from him about Sir Rabbit Bunnyville. (laughs) This is a poem by Phil the Poet called Sir Rabbit Bunnyville. Sir Rabbit Bunnyville is the darling of society. Flirting with all the ladies is his notoriety, a devilish rogue who took more than he gave, every night with a different maid. Perfect in etiquette, a master of rhyme, with a mischievous smile that's so sublime, like a magician pulling verses out of the air, quoting all the sonnets of dear old Shakespeare. He's so charming, sophisticated, his two front teeth are gold-plated, the life of the party, a daring libertine, a swashbuckling hero, reigning supreme. He dresses in all the latest fashions, a dandy with an unhealthy passion, a life of debauchery and mayhem that will finally have him condemned. But all this living does finally catch up, as he drinks the dregs of this poisonous cup, cut off in his prime, pierced through the heart, from this mortal coil he did depart. This legend lives on through the poems of travelling troubadours who do wrong, telling the adventures of Sir Rabbit Bunnyville, who died and was buried on top of Salisbury Hill. End poem. Awesome. There you Wonderful. go, Boo. I know, that's, a, that's an extra special one, because we... When we first heard that one, we had uh, Silk read it for us, and we we all absolutely died laughing. It was it was the greatest. We okay. recommended it. The poem got a front page pick and everything like that, and we enjoyed that one so much. They did such a it's, he did such a fabulous job with the poem itself, telling such a great story. It was so much fun. Linda, go ahead. I heard you heard you uh, laughing at that. Yes, this is wonderful. I'm putting it on my wall. I just love this. He is so funny sometimes. And hearing <laughs> him uh, read it was was an extra bonus because his accent is just so cute. And it kind of went on with storytelling. <laughs> but it reminded me of something that, that I would have been to- told in my childhood, a, a nursery rhyme or, or, or something. But this was really fantastic. Good job, Phil. Awesome. And Sala. Remind me of the story, what is it called, Peter? I love I love any form of bunny stories because they're adorable bunnies, but this is so <laughs> I, <laughs> really darling with the 
with a British accent. I need to learn British, British accent. Forget about America. <laughs> so it's really beautiful. I'm just being silly. No, it's really beautiful what you created, this Barnville. Uh, just funny. I agree with you, um, Linda. I don't. I mean, he writes sometimes humorous, but when he writes it, it's just really well done. Beautifully done, and he edits Shakespeare there, there in the Bertine. I think it's just, even though it sounds like a little for children, but it is um, not really for children. It's, it's beautiful. Why, well, there's so much echoing, I can't hear nothing. I'm trying, I'm trying to work on that right now, so. Sorry. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll get it. Telling the adventure of Sir Rabbit Banville. Hi, I think, so cute. Adorable. <laughs> Buried on top of <laughs> Just adorable. Awesome. And, uh, this is two years ago. Me... My goodness, this is two years ago. Yep. yep. Oh my yeah, God. and crazy. like I said, he, uh, he debuted that on one of our shows a couple of years ago. So we were one of the fortunate people to hear that uh, for one of the first oh, times. Wow. And it was great that he got a, a front page pick with it and everything like that. So it oh, was, uh, it, yeah, it's just a fabulous right and a fabulous way that he did that. Um, let me see. Boo, I've got to get, I've got to let you have your two cents on this one. <laughs> oh, I thought it was so cute and original and fun. And it always is better to hear the poets themselves read it and uh really cute i think it might be a trilogy now actually because i think he has a part two no he has a part mm-hmm. three oh, uh-huh. really funny really cute and thanks for doing that phil absolutely yeah he actually uh gave us a request and asked okay you can pick any of my poems and have me read it and i was like yeah it's got to be that one <laughs> It has to be, and uh, um, let's let's go from the sh- let let's ask the showman himself, uh, Chris. Chris, what do you think? I thought it was really funny. He, um, he definitely brought a deep, like a good portion of humor to their brain. Um, it's um, the way it rhymed. It, it made it flow really well, but it stayed on story about Sir Rabbit. And I, I wasn't expecting him to end up dying, but having him, <laughs> um, you know, dying and all, the whole his legend still lives on through the poems of traveling traveling the do roam telling the adventures of Sir Rabbit Bill, who died and was buried on top of Pope Silbury Hill. The way he says it just is like a great ending line brought to place. And the accent does awesome. awesome, awesome. And uh Rack is jumping up and down to make a comment. So, Rack. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I, I really enjoyed this very much, Phil. Um, uh, r- rabbits are also known to be uh, great mathematicians because of their ability to multiply. But people are always sad when the rabbit dies. 
Um, there you go. There you I, go. I, I appreciate that very, very much. Um, I, yeah, the, his tale of, of um, <laughs> Cottontail, of, um, you know, the, how, how much of a rogue this rabbit was and everything just feeds into the rabbit's personality and everything. Was, and, uh, you know, that, that um, verse where he used the word debauchery it was, was absolutely sterling. I really loved that whole piece. But, you know, that, that really stuck it stuck out because, you know, it captures the rabbit's personality, and it's kind of the heart of the story. <laughs> you know, it's not a house, it's not a cow, it, it, it's a dog, uh, it's a rabbit. And, and, you know, rabbits do what rabbits do. And, uh, yeah. What do they do? So, Excellent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Multiply. All right, all right. Now, with that, we're going to move on to Chris. And if anybody needs to, uh, is short on time, please send me a message in uh, All Poetry, and I will make my, uh, make my um, uh, schedule based off of that. So, Chris, you are up. This poem's called Nothing's Random. Looking for Zen at a part where laughs are less than unexpected. Waiting from lands afar, Elvis constantly watching, seeing everything. Bear of life is a dove, waiting for a winter that won't come. Fuck you, Goliath. Now put that on a t-shirt. Prompt. Nervous nerves nervously snort cocaine before a show while everything seems stuck in place. Lazaretto has the record. Thanks a lot, Jack White. Nothing and everything quarantined. Faster than a rabbit when you have a firework in your ass. Prep from a storm of bright days ahead. Mickey D's got nothing on you. Living a good life is the right way to live. A dragonite over solitude, or maybe a wood elf stealth class on Route 116. Six more months till a new life. A new phone's defect fixed by another's memory. What are best friends for? Hidden meanings, so hidden it doesn't even know it's hidden. Look at that hot pair of pants. Rebercons have a one-track mind. That doesn't mean they're wrong. Getting ready to study the fine arts of film. Easter eggs all over. Happy Sunday for some it's Monday. And checkmate. And poem. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, I I love um, when you go all over the place at times, Chris, um, because it just opens up the mind to go all over the place on it. And uh, you know, you put nothing's random. Well, everything in here was a was a little bit of randomness. And I'm pretty sure it all came together in some some way or another, but uh, it, it came together in a random feel. So <laughs> I like the way you took this because it was so unique and so clever and so so um, distinctively Chris. Um, Wayne, what did you think about it? Well, I wrote, I wrote about the same thing. I said for a poem that's, that has nothing, it's named nothing random. I think you cover everything that was, that's, everything that's random. 
the message is somewhat obscure, but it's a, it's a good poem, and I, I think I got a good, good, good kick out of it, but it's a meaning I'm trying to still figure it all out. You had a lot in this poem. It's a, you covered a lot of bases right there. Good job on the poem. Thanks, Link. Wonderful. Linda, what do you think? Uh, Chris is such an interesting writer. Um, I I get a uh, I get jazzed every time I hear him read. But this was very intricate and 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 well written, and it it's one that you have to think about a little bit. But it, the entertainment value is there, which I liked because it's not boring. Um, Chris's stuff is never boring. Um, it just makes you think, and it gets you into this. Uh, for me, it gets me into this little huddle uh, uh, of seeing things that are are wonderful and and mystic and 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 cool, and that's what I see in Chris's work. But thank you, thanks a lot, Chris. That was wonderful. Thanks. Awesome comment. Let me get a comment from uh, Rack. Yeah, I enjoyed this very much. Um, I, I I don't know about random. Um, I, I I appreciated that you mentioned Mickey D's in there and 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 the, the, the fast living life and and you know to me the two kind of go together. You know the the, the two o'clock in the morning munchies and you know you end up at, at, at well in Jersey you end up in the diner but you know in the rest of the world it's Mickey D's I guess. Uh, so you know I I, th- I thought that it was appropriate. Um, I, I I liked it. I liked it a lot, Chris. Hey, as far as Boo goes, it's just, it's just a drive-through, okay? So, <laughs> sorry, Boo, I had to do that. <laughs> Let me see if it's locked. I got your rack. I'll open it for you. Nice, <laughs> awesome. And uh, let me. Um, I mean, it what's kind that, of Boo? reminds me of a song. Kind of reminds me of a song. I think it's clever, like nothing random, but really it is random. And a lot of good points he makes there. Fair of light. Uh, wait, where's the one? Fuck you, Goliath. I'm putting on t-shirt. Put that on his t-shirt. And uh, it kind of has like a rock and roll vibe, like a big fu to society. And you know, you might be trying to figure me out, but you can't. So um, I'm gonna keep you guessing. I like the attitude there, Chris. Thanks, so. All right. What I want to do right now is I'm going to do, I'm going to go to uh, Maurice's poem, which uh, is on a SoundCloud, and I'm hoping to actually load up a couple SoundClouds while I'm at it. But uh, this is Saxophone by Marius. Sounds of mystery escape from your wide open mouth are flying among stars, creating a melody. Drunken angels, by such beautiful songs, are dancing, regretting that they are not humans, to be able to touch your body with their wings, regretting that they cannot absorb the sounds from your lips, before the melody of love and sadness is lost forever among the stars. Wow, that that was cool. 
I love that. I love that. I love how it went, uh, the direction it went, that perfect, um, perfect, um, gosh, what do I want to say? Perfect music to go in that background uh, that I absolutely love. The whole song with this musical feel is absolutely stellar, stellar. And I, I love the direction you went with that. So thank you, Marius, for bringing this one. Um, let me see. Chris, what do you think about this? I thought the choice of um, the background music was very, very fitting, especially for this poem. Um, the poem was read with its own melody. It, it wasn't just um, it wasn't just the background. It was read with a melody, and it brought together. Um, love and sadness but at the same time it it never really seemed to abandon hope great comment uh let me uh let me get back to the studio and uh, let me ask Sawa what she thought of that uh this is this is different for marius uh, he loved to write pieces again about music. He writes about music a lot. And another classification, I guess, this time, last time I missed it, um, to Abel with the Wings. But such beautiful songs are dancing, regretting that they are not humans. I love that, to be able to touch your body with the wings. I think he loved music so much. And it's, uh, this is sensual and romantic at the same time, saying that... Um, a beautiful song and dancing, regret that they're not human. Uh, I think it's very romantic and passionate. Uh, the sound from the, before the melody of love and sadness is forever among the stars. Um, there is maybe a touch of sadness, but he's talking about what what music can do, mystery, uh, escape and creating melody. It is a mystery because we really don't know each time what what kind of music will come out if you listen, you don't know the song or you don't know what you're playing. Even a person when they play music is never the same thing. Every time it's different. And the feeling that you have, uh, it's beautiful. I really like this piece. Great. Uh... Excellent comment. Uh, Boo, you being a musician, what do you think? I like this. I like the music that he used. I love that he loves the music to the piano, but this the beginning sounds of mystery escaped from your wide open mouth. Uh, flying, sorry, my thing is like flying among stars, creating a melody like, whoa, that's pretty romantic. Drunken Angels by such beautiful songs. It reminds me of a, like a romantic night by the fire, and he's speaking to his love, and he re- writes so many beautiful poems to his wife. Um, she must be melting regularly, and uh, what a beautiful poem. Yeah, very romantic. Good job. I wanted more. It was too short. <laughs> and uh, Nick, what do you think? I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, very romantic. I love the tone of it. It just is very calm and serene. Um it really just—it it sounds almost like a romantic central piece, and it's really beautiful. 
Awesome. With that, I am going to put your poem on the board, Nick, so you are up. All right, let's see how this goes. Um, This is called For Him the Liberty Bell Tolls. And I wrote this uh, shortly after the uh, riot on the D.C. Capitol. And it says, people talk a lot about politics and race. People in the news for being shot in the face. The polls are closed and it's disclosed. Trump fell in last place. So why do we live in a system where a tyrant can play the victim, jump on Twitter and start a revolution just to be bitter and left in confusion? Everyone's afraid to have an opinion. We live under the thumb of media dominion. The stocks were jacked by the internet. Now the news fight back. Stay in your place. Do what you should. You're supposed to be poor. Think Robin Hood. Every day we live in panic and loss as the throats of each other in the midst of chaos. The government wants us disarmed, but expects us to put our hands over our hearts while we're spread so far apart. The founding fathers wanted a land of the free. Instead, we live in a land of the privileged with masks floating in the sea. It doesn't matter what you say or do, what we say or do. The system is about to abuse you. For thinking you have your rights in this new age, they're going to control what you can say. People can pray that COVID won't go away. Just go back to your keyboards and bitch on your page. Because it doesn't matter what we say, we're getting closer to Judgment Day. Not when a fire raining down from the sky. Oh, this is, I really, really enjoyed this. Whoa, um, there, Yeah, there are some parts here that really is like a little slap in the face. I love this. The founding fathers wanted a land of the free. Instead, we live in a land of the privileged with masks floating in the sea. Oh, my gosh. What a brilliant line right there. Um, we Bottom line is, what what are we living for? I, I love that. We're getting closer to a judgment day, not one by fire raining down from the sky, but one even worse where our liberties die. Oh, you know, there was there was specific ways that uh, the founding fathers put forth the um the uh um put forth all of those the bill of right you know our freedoms um and right now i'm having a huge brain for it but uh they, they put it down for a reason life liberty and the pursuit of happiness uh, so that your liberty didn't um mess with someone else's life and your pursuit of happiness didn't mess with someone else's liberties. And that's what we kind of fell into a society of where, where things kind of, kind of hurt us and kind of uh, did stuff for us that we should, that they should have never done. And people have abused the system and they've used the system. And I love how you, you put this into your message because it is, it is something that, uh, we all got hit for, but excellent job. Um, let me get a comment from Wayne on this. Wayne, what do you think? I think it's a brilliant point right now about where this country's going. You covered all the bases, and the warning you gave is something we need to heed. No matter the political side we choose, none of them are on the people side. They come at you one way, and then another party comes at you another way. Uh, not a lot we can do, but, uh, but we, need to, we need to tell the truth, and you did a good job of it. Great job there, Nick. Thank you so much. And Linda. Hey, what, sir? 
Yeah, Nick, that was awesome. Um, you hit so many points, like right on 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 the on the button. Um, but I think the part I like best. Um, Oh, because it doesn't matter what we say, we're getting closer to a judgment day, not one of fire raining down from the sky, but one even worse, where our liberties die. That is just so stellar. Um, I think you just went out of your way on this one. Um, it, It was smart. It was fierce. And I think it was extremely well written. Um, your rhyming was 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 really cool. The flow was so awesome, but your verses, what you said, was so deep and so true, so honest. I just really really like this one. Thanks, Nick. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And uh, Rack, what do you think? Nick, you did an amazing job with this one. Um, it was deep and introspective. There's a lot of layers to this that you could sit and talk about for, for a long time. Um, you know, you touch on some really great points uh, and what's going on in life. And, and um, you know, the biggest one being, um, uh, well, I don't know that it's a cliche, but the way I remember it, you know, every every minute you older, you get, a, you know, another step closer to death. And, and that's kind of, you know, but you, you point out that, you know, the way that we're dying now is even worse than, than, than that kind of judgment. So, yeah, it, it, this is really a great poem, Nick. Well done. I appreciate it. I heard an oh, damn from Boo. So, Boo, what would you think? I mean, well, for me, one of the things I noticed most about you, and look, probably like in the last year, is your maturity and your writing. And this right here shows it. I don't think um, you would have maybe approached something like this uh, when you first started, and and that makes a big difference, and I can see it in your other rights as well that, like Rack said, profound, and, and you got so many good points here, I mean, and you're just coming at it like a freight train, one after the other after the other, jumped on Twitter to start a revolution just to cause a little bit of confusion. Everybody's afraid to have an opinion. Isn't that the truth? Everybody's afraid to offend somebody or step over somebody's lines or just, you know, a lot of bullshit. So you put it out there later on the on front street, my friend, and I enjoyed it. Thank you. I was actually worried this was going to piss a lot of people off. Welcome. I like that, Chris. Go ahead and say that out loud. Nikki's poetry is like an ochre. They have layers. <laughs> like an ogre. I got layers. <laughs> like a, an onion. That's great. Oh, my God. Bringing us back to Shrek there. That's awesome. All right. We're going to go ahead and uh, next up, I'm, I've got uh, Xylophonic Blues set up. And then we're uh, gonna go from there. He's got a he's got a SoundCloud for us, so we're gonna we're gonna do this next. This begins an alliteration for contest prompt. There is poetry among the wildflowers. Rachel Irene Stevenson, 
begin poem one I ache that pulse in unspoken realms thoughts of peppermint strands the slated moons fresh crimson mademoiselle hues thirst for rains French poetry fragrant swallows from the strength of the wind close petal soaked patterns of accumulating dew clouds intermingled spheres weep to smile soar slumber shadows the place where the storm becomes a refuge nightfall becomes a sanctuary of staggering sight yesterday's blood orange thunder cracks dark over the blue mountains cool air mixes with the earth's heat liquid syllables glass crystals petals befell quietude two emoda fingers move gentle dreaming starts satin alabaster lollipops ballerinas lace chlorophyll hilltops plunge green drinking the sun's golden cup sour dandelion stroll inhaled pine scent dried cedar leaves free-falling stones walk and hawk soar cobalt geranium darts parachutes hallows and organic canopies embrace marooned indigo hearts yellow cream bonnets and freckled constellations place scarlet dragonfly carts monarchs whisper Mulberry fronds in an ivory vase, ripple pebble parts, falling star plum ribbons in galaxies case. Three. Slate room of ivory curtains, every fold hangs, flowing, hatches deep and hedges, blindfolded footprints. Lightning through the tempest, dulled to the spent day's will. The windows, tear light as quiet smoke of remote portraits linger. A feeble brook of thought amongst winded wood, anticipation of blackberry sap on quill. Four. Shape of water, kindle a barefoot pockets of fractured wings. Shoe scroll, mice run through thistle dusted acorns. Pines, caped mist, butterflies tendril of ferns unfurling. Sycamores, ignited limbs. Willow's cathedral, dribble soaking raindrops. Mornings, jagged mint, red-winged blackbird's door, pastel lanterns collide, her wandering, a veil of hapless aromas falls, misty droplets dangling, origami in the air to the wall. Five. Inspiration of stardust porcelain retinas, bumblebee imaginations of paper mache, marionette landscapes, the shelves crowded with perfumes, every molecular capillary leaps cherry blossoms hang from the orchid tree my breath echoes cornflower liniments a caress of crystalline down mosaic colors staining the naked canvas subdued in pastels the fragrance of a fresh hue striations brittle bordeaux groove works crooked spirals plume pampas sculpt language and sound six stitch the biscuits when the dew settles on your petals, connecting to divine hemispheres. The fine mist engulfs white horses, chased upon ocean strands. Powers of visual art, beaming, rusted roses, squirrel couplets, quatrain sonnets. The embers, lavender of magnificent halls. Long-suffering, candlelit lanterns, sunset's dusk. Aqua cornflower brocade, pillar tree columns, high-tinted shadows of fire. Periwinkle comets promenade their painted filaments of ink 
spreading honeysuckle amongst the dusted choir. Caterpillars suspended pillow, their eyelashes flutter, pollen champagne, indigo's flow, shattered overtones, the willow, the lavender lapis lulusa butterfly of blue geraniums flow. Seven. Transcend. Celebration of midnight sky diamonds, morning dew upon a collection of sequins, the moss spider transients web, gravity is thought so diaphaciously, shadows glide across the page and descend with such grace. Folding, see the thunder near, gurgling boulders, listen to we. Eight. Find me there, the tattered fray of flight, and soar the amber spill of whispered promise amongst illuminated flame. Glaciers mount as you sleep, lavender lupin, handfuls pulse, highlights a dress of alabaster white, glass, stairways tapestries, windswept jasmine, a calligraphy kiss, chrysanthemum, wildflowers, breathless, bliss, and Jay, are you lifeless too? <laughs> Sorry, no, I really love that ending. I, I'm, I mean, that ending just popped for me. Breathless bliss. Yeah, I, I love the way he took that and the direction he took that in. It was just absolutely awesome. Um, and I think we got him on the line right now. Do we got you there, Blue? Yeah, I'm here. I just got here. Thanks. I want to say that that I love that SoundCloud. I absolutely love that SoundCloud. I like your poems read by you, my friend. And don't don't ever let anybody say anything else because your voice works so well with them. I love the beauty that you brought out through every uh, nook and cranny in this one, and you really brought forward something special here. I, I love I love how you took each of the flowers and gave them their own little little life um there were there was parts that really really jumped out at me i love the anticipation of blackberry saffron quill uh that that one right there it, it almost made me want to not only um uh read this but but taste it it's like you 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 gave flavor to your poem and I think that, that, is, that that's a cool little part right there. And, of course, the word origami always gets me. Um, so I think you did an amazing, amazing job with that. Uh, Salwa, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold your feet to the fire and say what did you think of that. This is, um, this is very elaborated work. Wow, very impressive. Blue. Uh, it needs a really lot of reading, but my first impression, because um, – of the lens, but my first impression from the beginning, you put yourself from the start there. I ache that pulse, and, and I spoke in through the peppermint sapphire trend. And you took us um, fresh crimson, Mademoiselle made me laugh. <laughs> Use you definitely gave us um, rain, rain poetry. You gave us this fragment. I agree with the uh, with uh, you beautifully said that you see a flavor taste. There is so much. Um, with cloves and and not only in colors and clouds, the, the nature is 
so beautifully intertwined in this piece. You created this uh, sanctuary of uh, staggering sight. But it has, I think, a more deeper meaning than that. As you said in the first stanza, uh, cloud intermingled fairs weep to smile. Someone, I mean, it seems like about life, the sanctuary. It's uh, your place, your life, where one has to really cry first um, to be able to smile. That's what I see there. And it's beautifully done. Yesterday, blood orange. Your expression of the emotion and and the twine, the imagery is so beautifully done. It brings deep feelings and emotions all over from one vignette to another. I mean, to one stanza to another. Great thing. Beautifully done. At the end, you breathe after you let it out, I guess, uh, and this with the jazz and all this beautiful beauty, you and then you breathe. You become. You breathe again. Thank you. Actually, um, the quote, the quote on the prompt that I used was something that Mrs. Stevenson said. Something like, um, "Wildflowers are life and poetry," something like that. So, so basic. So basically, um, you know, for us poets. Life is poetry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So so you have to have those emotions. You have to have the smiling. You have to have the weeping. You know what I mean? Because if you don't have each one of those, then there's nothing to bridge, you know, from one Neither. beautiful thing to the next. Yes. So of I just had to say that. Beautifully, beautifully done. The quote mm-hmm. is, there is poetry among the wildflowers. Wow. By Rachel Irene Stevenson. And uh, let me get a comment for you from Linda. I bet it's a 10. Liz, that was extremely beautiful. It was this great journey through a a trip through the the meadows of spring and summer. Um, You captured the vibrant scent and beauty of our lovely wildflowers and showed the meadows as they are. But this number seven, transcend, was the verse that got me. And, and what I thought was so beautiful, the celebration of midnight sky diamonds, morning dew collections of sequins, the moss spider's transient web, gravity's thoughts so diaphanously, show glide across the page and descend with such grace, finding their folding, folding see the thunder near gurgling boulders listen and reap. I thought that was so beautifully written. Um, how you chose your words was, was brilliant. Um, I, I think this piece was, was just absolutely beautiful. I could almost smell and, and feel the, the, the meadows around me. I live in a place where, where I have uh, um, hay fields where the wildflowers grow and they're rolling hayfields around my house. And I just love, I love seeing the wildflowers in summer. And, and this just reminded me, it took me back to uh, a summer, uh, last summer, as you know, uh, where the wildflowers here around my house in Alaska grow. And it's just beautiful. And your poem so took me back. So thank you for that. You're welcome, Linda. Thanks for the great review. I appreciate the work. Any 
time, Chris. Chris, Chris, what did you think? Oh, he said he had to get going, so we just lost him, and I was just going to ask Wayne, and we just lost Wayne. We're losing everybody. Chris, can you hear me? No, we're having technical difficulties with Blog Talk, folks, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, Let me get a comment and see if we can get a comment from Rack on this one. Rack, do we have you? Yes. Yes, um, I, I really enjoyed this, Blue. Um, I unfortunately dropped in the middle, but um, what I heard was absolutely gorgeous. Um, I, I loved, um, it, there's an old song that, that I couldn't help but think of. It was about only one flower, Tiny Tim singing Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Um, you, you, you did um, so much more with the, um, the colors and, and uh, the scents, like, like Linda mentioned, but you also included movement in this. So it was definitely a journey amongst the flowers. You did the prompt justice. Um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> made me feel like amongst the flowers, I'm a blooming idiot, but uh, I enjoyed it very much nonetheless. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Rack. I appreciate that. Thank you. Rack, you're a blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> we lost Jerry yeah. too, I suppose. That that, uh, that should be uh, said with a British accent. A, blo- a blooming idiot. Yeah, <laughs> blooming idiot. Okay, so I guess we lost the host. So, hey, hey, uh, Blue, I guarantee you this is a pandemic. No, I'm, right? I'm here. I'm here. Sorry about that. I put myself on mute because the dog <laughs> next door was barking. <laughs> okay. Blue is the king of pens. He's the king of perfect pens. It's unbelievable. You're funny. Every time You're funny, you, Blue. You're I, funny. every poem I look at you, Blue, it's a ten. I'm like, damn, how does he do that every time? Um and these are the obviously this is how with grace and elegance and extraordinary wording and uh great storytelling. Um and it's copy you and see if I get a ten somewhere. <laughs> And I love the shape. It's so beautifully done. Um, and the ending is just a calligraphy kiss. That's just gorgeous. Wildflower yeah. breathless bliss. It just sounds heavenly and romantic. Awesome job. Thank you. Thank you, Boo. Good to hear your voice. Well, thank you. All right. And since, we're, since he's listening in from South Africa, I'm going to play Rob's next. And okay. uh, it's 2 a.m. there. Here we go. A somewhat sensual vision on Margate Street, Sunday 11th. Voice. Reverberating ultrasound syllables, moans, her breath, all waxed lyrical from her gold front tongue, dripping maple syrup rhythm all over and through me. Gold rush pulsing in my veins to the tune of an hypnotic narcotic intoxication. Her tongue is an aspergillum, soaking me from head to denim in holy water. And my once bland, arid garden existence blooms into a spring of shoots and star flowers. Feasting and lapping on amusings, fit for saints, dishes of Eucharistic supper, nourishing my spirit, quenching me in eternal devotion. Master-crafted architect lips of poetic constancy, 
stroking verbiage paintings, stretching through the cyanic ceiling with mystic whispers of stardust-laced verse, lips, inhaling, sipping on every drop, a ship-bound sink, eight-ball euphoria mouths eventually, curling my toes, spinning my head, dizzying high kaleidoscope haze, stretch across my mind's sky, skin on my lips, the deeper I swim, the more my ravishing thirst grows, aching bones, drop free falling into lavender filled sheets, with knocking buckled knees, and gnashing teeth, gaze, hazelnut curled, temple curtain locks, part the face unlocked, her, her supernova face, shine through chocolate waves beyond, fire loop earrings, call for jumping through, whispering echoes, begging the truth, blue-eyed bullet holes, shot in tangerine daylight, opening minds, lips speak mumbling, stretching twister intertwined, mountain range verbiage, slouched play-doh shoulders, Massaged into ornament vases, display shrine rising roses. Sunflower breasts gaze towards the sky, seeking fruits of synthesis. River mouth hips run, spilling into the ocean, dancing to Persian music in a stargazing potion. Waterfall thighs fall in a crashing crescendo where a canoe meets the shore. Gold calves sculpted by Renaissance hands in polished marble. Foundational stepping stones by shooting star-leaping feet off the ground of silhouetted perfection. Dig my grave in that holy shadow. Her gaze and her face promise sorrow, for I'll never know the same height as that night our eyes met in murderous, poetic delight. Damn. Well. Sounds like Jay's speechless. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I'm sorry. Um, people next door are really being loud, but I wanted to say that Dam is right. Um, there's so much to this. I, I was almost thinking that he was talking about uh, some type of Renaissance uh, work of art there for a second, because uh, because it is it, it's like he's describing a picture or a sculpture or something to that effect that really um, that really grasps a hold of a person in through through that of art when he goes and talks about uh, the different parts of the body. Uh, the shoulder, the breasts, the hips, the thighs, the calves, all that right there really kind of leans me towards some form of art art form right there, some type of sculpture, mm-hmm. some type of, of uh, painting that really grabs a hold of a person. And, and uh, it's like their first time seeing a work of art. Uh, and it really is something that uh, that I see within this. Let me see what we got. Yeah, it was. Uh, 
I want to know that quote. I want to know what quote he used. I don't think I can <laughs> see it. No. And unfortunately, I can't see it. Um, but uh, I'm very interested in knowing the quote that he used for this because it, it's it's very, like I said, there's a lot to this, and it is very filled with so, so much uh, intricacy behind it. And I really enjoy the way he, the way he put it. Go ahead, Selma. Yeah, I said that's fine. I find this for you. I, I find the quote for you. Find She'll the find the quote for you. Oh, she's finding the quote. I'm sorry. Uh, no, let me ask uh, Blue. Blue, what did you think? Actually, um, I thought that was really great. Um, and mm-hmm. actually, I. There's actually four quotes that were actually done on that contest prompt, and they were all done by um, Charles Baudelaire. So my guess is that it came from the Flowers of Evil. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm wrong on that one, but um, but um, but anyway, yeah, there was there was a lot of there was a lot of great things in there. I made this comment when I was on. Um, on Frank's show um, a couple of days ago, it is it is just really phenomenal that you can actually go and if you know where this person is from, and you can just put your head in like where they are, especially like in their country, by the words that they say and by the way how they um, relate to um, to different things. It really gets you to really know the poet as much as the words that he's, he or she is trying to write. So, um, and I always try to encourage everybody that I talk to on here to look at the poems that you're reading and just don't say, you know, just don't say that they're great words or, or, or great lines. Try to put yourself into where that poet is from and try to get and try to learn a little bit more about them because then you've got to understand their words a little bit more. And then maybe somewhere down the line, you can use those words and thread them through your poems and try to make them a little bit more richer and a little bit more savory. You know what I mean? So that's just, you know, that's just what I encourage. Yep. So a lot of times when I look at poems, I try to look where they're from. I try to get an idea maybe about, the atmosphere that they're trying to create, and then and then that lets me understand the words a lot more. So I really, really loved his wording. Um, believe it or not, I'm not one of those people who are really good at writing seduction-type poems. I've done a couple, but <laughs> it's just one of those things that I just can't get out very well. Um, but from from reading from reading Rob's, it's something that I can definitely learn from. So I think his <laughs> is like... I think it's a, I think it's a, I think it's an eleven, boo. It's an eleven. It's not a ten. Uh, yeah, I say it's like a thirteen or fucking twenty. Yeah. 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 All right, and uh, let me get a comment from Sella. It's on the board, by the way. I think he really combined all of them. Definitely. I do too. I do too. That is what I thought too. Yeah, I think he combined all of them beautifully. Uh, I mean, I love I. Um, I love Charles Baudelaire, and he, you're right. It's the flowers of evil, the fleurs du mal. Uh, 
blue. He's just combined them in such a romantic and passionate and, I mean, of course, sensual, obviously, but uh, like yearning. And uh, I, I like what you said, truly, Jesse, like a sculpture, art, discovering this art. I'm just like, I'm going to end here. <laughs> it's really beautifully done. And voice. I don't, Wonderful. This, I don't think it's only like the voice, everything about it, the color, the, the small details of the, every small detail, voice, eyes, everything. <laughs> Wonderful. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> and let me get a comment from uh, Linda. Uh, yeah, that was, that was an awesome piece. Um, it's like he was, Laying out a blueprint of his love, uh, his love affair, should I say. But um, there's a verse here that really caught my eye, and it says, Blue-eyed bullet holes shot blind in tangerine daylight, opening minds. Um, for some reason, that, that just caught my my eye and I, I really think that was well the whole thing was well written but um a, a few of these verses were were just like unexplainably good i mean great um yeah um i i was very impressed by this it it was intricate um it was very very unique but I just love the way that he portrayed his love. Um, I guess it was for one night, and, and he was explaining what, what what was happening. Sorry. Sorry. Does somebody want to say something? Come on. Anyway, yeah, I just really like this piece. Good job. And let me get a comment from Rack. Yeah, you could tell that these words are spoken with a great deal of admiration and, and, and affection. Um, like, like you said um, about, you know, admiring an, an, a piece of artwork almost. Um, and, and um, you know, you, you could easily see someone in, in, in that vein, um, looking at someone like a piece of artwork. And, and um, you know, that brings to mind a lot of the romantic, you know, um, I, if I touch her, she might break thoughts and things like that. But um, he goes a little more sensual and a little more deeper, um, talking about um, <laughs> uh, the size towards the end. So um, there, there's that... Um, connection that that's uh more than implied um that that takes us a little over the top and makes it um a little more than um a love poem and uh makes it more like um a statement of you know of uh commitment to somebody and i was gonna ask boo but boo dropped Ugh. she said that just dropped yeah Call back. <laughs> there she is. There she is. And Boo, what do you think? I dropped the phone. I mean, I just sorry, Linda. I didn't mean to be rude. 
I was laughing at Selma, so I just wanted you to know. I wasn't oh, okay. I know. I just thought you I'm wanted sorry. to. I'm sorry. I know. I giggled. I giggled. I'm sorry. So, I thought <laughs> I was on hold, so I apologize for that. She was making me giggle. Anyway, um, uh, um, <laughs> I don't know what. Okay, I don't know what to say. I'll uh, say first. This is like, whoa. I mean, the doctor of romantic, uh, poetic. The way his voice sounds, the accent, the, the way he reads it, everything about it, uh, perfect and sensual and beautiful and whoa! I don't, I'm all speechless really, and uh, you know, probably save this one. <laughs> uh, really, really beautiful. Uh, yeah. All right. From that direction, we got everybody. I'm going to go ahead and read my poem next. And this is called, this is for today's uh, NAPOMO, National Poetry Month. This was uh, the April 18th, so it's today. And when I saw that picture, I kind of almost saw the land, of, I felt the land of the uh, frost giants in um in Asgard in uh, Norse mythology. So I um I call this giant's breath. And it goes like this. <clears throat> giant's breath upon the air, cup of baptismal springs, douse the crematorium ash to grade powdered sugar lands. Blackbird on the aspen branch, leaves are mulching skin. A finger sliced the molded camps, spliced the shattered brains. Let me breathe in Genesis, pound my flesh to clay, sprout the seeds of dragon sparks, the shoots restore the bones. Giant's breath upon the air, the waters wash me clean. End poem. Oh, that's a good one. Every single one you've written for the Nat Mo has been amazing. I mean, yeah, this is no exception. What descriptions, word choices are unbelievable. Uh, yeah, she seems like the prompts have been a lot look the same, but every time you make it sound different and look different, and that is not easy to do. Uh, awesome job, Jay. Rack, what do you think? Thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed this, Jay. Um, definite sense of um, grandeur. I could, I could feel, you know, when you say frost giants, um, in, in, in the words, like, like Boo mentioned, the word choices that you use, um, and uh, it really carried this poem. Um, and there's that, that sense of um, mythology to it as well when you're talking about the bones and, and um, you know, the, the nature of the giants and, you know, the way that they behave and whatnot. And, and really comes out in your words and, and the story that you tell. Um, I, I, I liked it a lot. Very well done, Jeff. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. And there's been a lot of prompts that were trees, right, Jay? Seems like There are. There are. There's quite a few. This one was sure. just a little bit different because it had the running water and, uh, and it has a little blackbird or crow or raven or whatever you want to say on that tree. So I Big. think that that one... I know pulled it a little there. You're really good with the nature and, and the and the animals too. Like that's not my thing, but you're really really good with that, Bella. 
Oh, this is really powerful. I think there's a hidden, lot of hidden layers of, uh, even though it's kind of uh, surrealist, but there's a lot of um, uh, hidden messages there, or maybe um, not hidden, but you can metaphoric messages. I meant um, when you and remind me of um, when you say, where is it? Um, upon the the air cut of baptism in spring, and then later you say, Jana. Genesis, yeah, Genesis. So um, this is remind me like uh, how um, the ash, and it's just like someone who commit an ash to great powder sugar land. When you put ashes of, uh, on the on the someone, is someone who's almost dead uh, because people use the ashes to spread it on earth. That's what I gave me this feeling. But uh, to leave uh, something beautiful, when you say sugar, powder, sugar, land, um, I don't know, my my mind, some, that's what I, I see there. And then the blackbird, Merle, uh, on the branch, leave mulching skin, slice the molding cramps, slice the shattered brains. This is, again, pain, like shattered brains. There's so much, uh, uh, let me breathe. So then... And then after this, you say, let me breathe in Genesis. Um, pound my flesh to clay, spark the seed of dragon. So it's like almost like we're born again, let me breathe from this, restore the bones that been, uh, that as I said, were dead and restored. Like Genesis, really. That's what I see there. I think this is brilliant. And the water oh, comes I agree. and uh, wa- wash and clean. I can clean. Oh, I really don't. <laughs> do I, I, no, I do that. Uh, if anybody is wondering, uh, I finger uh, that uh, I finger. I don't really know how to pronounce it. It's uh, it's ancient Norse, but it is the the river the river that separated the um, Asgard, which is the land of the gods, from the land of the frost giants. Okay. Okay, nice. It almost you make it sound almost delicious, you know what I mean? Uh Linda, what do you think? You know, uh, JC, you always write so from your heart and it comes out on the page. And this piece was no exception. Um it it was so genuine and powerful. But I have a question. The one line that caught me was, let me breathe in Genesis and pound my flesh to clay, spout the seeds of dragon sparks, the shoots restore the bones. I just love that. But I was kind of questioning the let me breathe in Genesis, um, if that was a biblical term you were speaking of or something else. Whenever I, whenever I look at the word Genesis, it, it, it to me it's like a, a beginning, something the that's beginning. starting okay. over, something right. that's starting new. Okay, that that answers a lot. That was a very beautiful, very beautiful verse. Um, but JC, I just want to say that every time I I read one of your pieces, I see how honest and genuine you write from your heart. And I really appreciate that. So thank you okay. for this piece. Oh, I appreciate that. that. Thank you. Iraqi poo. 
again? He, he has uh, to respond someone? again. Oh, shoot, you already went. Sorry, my bad. Did I miss anybody? <laughs> That's okay. I no, blue, you blue speak, ended Beth. up dropping, so blue. so oh, you okay. so it's nope. you. Okay, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then let's okay, then let's bring someone else to the show, and welcome uh, Big Verge. Hey, Verge, how you doing, brother? Yeah, Big cool. I'm going on, man. Hello, Hello. Hello Verge. Yo, what's going on, man? How you doing, Hello, Big Verge. Hi, Verge. How about Linda next, Jay? I, actually, I thought you were going to go next, Boo, right? No, I need, I need to wait till after somebody else. Sorry. Okay, no problem. Hold on. Let me take a look what I got. And I don't know where Wayne went. If anybody knows, uh, please check South Dakota for me. See if he ended up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take a look what's on my list next. Salwa or Linda? Gonna, I'm going to go with Salwa next. Okay, thank you. Salwa, um, I end up, let me see which one did I end up getting. I ended up getting uploaded uh, 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 slow tremors, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine, of course. Okay. So let me go ahead and I'll put this I love the one. Slow tremors, des lents tremblements, for years, abuse and fear, took out her senses. At first furious, she was in despair. However, being another side of the world, she barely knew. Nervous shock. Where is my country? Who I am? With all her being, she cried. Why has my culture abandoned me? She was lamenting. Alas, she became weary, downcast, and almost dead from indifference. His angry eyes watched her. Her light seemed to have disappeared. The mute silence, where only her tears rained, night after night, where she remained waiting before dawn, desiring an intimate place in her heart, a distance. Suddenly, on a beautiful day, with the bright sunlight in her gaze, slow tremors arose, letting the walls of her prayers rise to give birth to source that memories with the depth never seen before. And she regained her strength and crossed fearlessly to the other side, alone, when a new life lends itself. Where all that she has lost, come and join her to find her soul, reconnect with her heart. Pendant des années, l'abus et la peur ont fait quitter sa raison. Au départ, en fureur, elle se désespérait. Toutefois, Étant dans un autre bout du monde qu'à peine elle connaissait, un choc nerveux. Oui, mon pays, qui suis-je De tout son être, elle cria. Pourquoi ma culture m'a abandonnée Elle se lamentait. Hélas, devenue 
place abattue comme morte d'indifférence. Ses yeux coloreux la surveillaient. Sa vie semblait avoir disparu dans un silence muet. Seules ses larmes régnaient. Nuit après nuit, où elle demeurait en attente, avant le lever du jour, désirant un lieu intime dans son cœur, dans le lointain. Soudain, un beau jour, avec un grand soleil, son regard surgit des tremblements longs, laissant les murs de ses prières se lever, pour laisser naître une source qui murmure d'une profondeur jamais vue de pareil. Tout ce qu'elle a perdu pourra venir la rejoindre pour retrouver son âme et se renouer avec son cœur. End of poem. The whole line in French. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I can't tell you how much I love this poem. I can't tell you how much that this this really speaks to me and really is just an amazing way of telling a story, but at the same time also showing uh, that that ability of rebirth, that ability of empowerment, that ability of taking back what was lost and i love that those that end line where all that she had has lost can come and join her to find her soul and reconnect with her heart yes we all need to reconnect with who we are um no matter what has happened to us to dislodge that from us there's always that ability to grab a hold and try to allow ourselves to, you know, have hope and heal. And I, I see that within this piece, and I think it's an amazing uh, amazing story and an amazing way to write this. Excellent job. <laughs> I can't say much more. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Linda, Linda, what do you think? I'm, my heart is beating fast. It's like when you try to take a breath in and it's like, you know, this was breathtaking, Sawa. Um, it was enchanting. Um, I was so embraced by this story. You had me hypnotized by your words. And what a wonderful, wonderful tribute to the power of love and strength and ability and Sawa this was like 100% one of the greatest things you've written I really enjoyed it thank Agreed. you so much thank, thank, yeah. you. thank you thank you you got me good on this one thank you <laughs> Rack what do you think yeah, Sawa has a beautiful pen, and uh, this is no exception um, you know she always moves me um, uh, the, the the beauty she's so connected to nature and anytime she includes that in her poetry um it just goes to a different level um you could definitely feel the emotion in this um undertone of sadness but uh you know i could still feel it see the the uh, the renewal in it as well so th- there's a lot of hope in it i mean it's just beautiful sour yeah thank you thank you all of you and Verge, what do you think? Um, I like the uh, 
I can't stop. Maybe not likes and all that. I certainly connect to the. Where is my country? Who am I? With all her being, she cried. Why has my culture abandoned me? Yeah, it's very um. Yeah, there's something in it for everyone. Suggest probably this 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 right um. I'm not mistaken. You you said at the beginning it's the love flowing. So uh, once again, the the love is is flowing from the pen, right? From from Sarah's pen. That's uh. That's really what I get from it. I don't know, it's it's always love, really. So, um, yeah, cool, right, interesting, right, made me think about a lot um, in terms of my culture and and, uh, how easily you can lose yourself in in trying to find yourself is actually what I got from it. So, yeah, cool, please, cool, right, you know, I don't know, interesting, an, an interesting perspective on love. Thank you. Appreciate it. I think, okay, I think something missing here, but that's okay. I think all of you didn't see it, but I think what you see it most, uh, it, um, there's a lot of, uh, how do you say this, trying to, trying to get over like a horrible past and move on to the, to the other side. Yeah. I think that was, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, didn't talk. No, I, I saw, I saw that a hundred percent. Yeah, I think this is. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is. Think it, it, so that, yeah. It was a great yeah. picture of sorry. that. It was, it was a picture of a rebirth, re- revival, and trying to bring yourself yeah. back up and reconnecting with you, the strength you can find in yourself. Go yeah, ahead, Boo. I saw that. Yes, I did see it. I think this is one of your best poems, actually, deserves the front page. Um, you know, some of us have a, some people have a lot more to get over than others, but uh, you worded it here with a lot of style. And I think in the words, choices you chose are beautiful. And, you know, you've been through a lot of shit, and you wake up every day with a smile on your face, and you're happy, and you're positive, and you try to teach other people to do the same, and, and you never stop. And that in itself is uh, amazing to me, um, where all that she has lost can come and join her, define her soul, and reconnect with her heart. You can get past it. You'll be whole, uh, you hope. But we never really are repaired. We never really are back to where we are, were before. But um, journey to get as best as we can, I think, is what matters. And it is beautiful in both languages, Ella. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I just wanted to to clarify it. I think because they, I'm not, I love different interpretation and I appreciate them all, all because that's the beauty of poetry. But I just did, uh, bring this to attention. That's all. But I love all your interpretation. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. We are going to go with uh, Linda next. Linda, are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I've got another poem up, but I changed it because I know Sawa really likes this one, and the other one was kind of depressing. So I changed <laughs> it. <laughs> um, let me click oh, she's on. Beautiful. Oh, she's so beautiful, your daughter. Is she not the cutest? And that's my grandson, Killian. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's my jewel. Her name is Drew, and this is for my lovely daughter. 
If Lovely was a person, I know it would be you. You always make my day so bright and my sky so very blue. If laughter was a fairy tale, I'd read it all in rhyme, and you would be there laughing too until the end of time. If all the stars could get time off from shining in the sky, they'd come and be impressed to see the twinkle in your eyes. And if I wished 1,000 times and one of them came true, then in my arms I'd always have my lovely laughing Drew. In poem. I had to do that. That was incredible. That was wonderful. Uh, I had to. I had to give you the entire cheering audience because I enjoyed oh, this I one. It was, was so. No, no, that was that was a bunch of people cheering. Oh, yeah, isn't she pretty? Yes, you that face. So awesome. Oh, it's so awesome, this Thank poem. Uh, just Thank just you, straight Jay. from your heart, straight from everything about you, and I think you, you did a wonderful, wonderful job with it. Um, Thank you, Jay. Rack, I'm going to let you start with this. What do you think? Yeah, you had me on mute. Nobody heard me singing. Isn't she lovely? So you spared yourself that much. <laughs> Um, I, I, I enjoyed this. Um, it, it's, it's a beautiful tribute to your daughter. Um, you know, you touch on the traits that, that, that um, really uh, stick out to you about her, and, and, and you give us a sense of who she is as a person when we hear this. So um, it, it's kind of like an introduction to her as well. Um, beautiful tribute to her. Well done. Thank you so much. And, uh, Verge, what do you think? <laughs> well, firstly, let me say, yeah, you thought this beautiful, man. I see all that Cherokee in you now. Now I definitely see this <laughs> Cherokee in you, man. Um, um, and, uh, wow. Um, last week it was But she's about, not married. Well, let me send her my way. <laughs> you don't break. Um, she's, um, uh, sorry, the poem is just last week it was about love between you and your husband and the journey of love. Now we see the extension of that love through your offspring. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful poem. And to be honest, the more and more I here of these sorts of poems of yours. It's like, man, you have like the perfect family. Is that what's going on? And we all need to take a, a textbook and, and write uh, uh, a thesis on, on, on the perfect family from, from Linda's perspective. Because I'm telling you, these last two poems that you've dropped on the Open Poetry Show, this is so beautiful. Um, this is really, really lovely, man. Drew should be very, very proud of her mum because Wow, if you can uh, create this kind of um, um, verse out of whatever relationship you've built, then that's a relationship that's worth keeping hold of. Beautiful, beautiful poem. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, Virg. Hey, yeah, hey right. Linda, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, yeah. something. you know, Virg said, Virg said the other day that your poem about marriage was the way marriage should be and how much respect he had for it. 
That's how much he loved Aww. it. And I, Very sweet. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, Birch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you really like, this is what you like. This is what you express. It's, it's, it's evident that there is mad love in your family. I'm sure you, right. have, issues. you have issues like every other family, but it certainly does not come out in these words. It exudes everything that is the epitome of what family should be. Uh, so I, I'm, right. I'm, I, you know, I feel really in all of it, and, and I'm glad to see that there are families out there that actually feel this mm-hmm. way about each other. It's so good to see. You know, to be it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have four children, and any one of them hate me at a given time. But this one, this one has never hated me. She has always been my best advocate, my sweetest little thing. Um, I love all my children together at the same time, but I have to say this one has been my backbone um, through all my hard times. I just think of her eyes and I get through shit that, you know, maybe I wouldn't have gotten through if I hadn't had her there. But um, this is a personal favorite of mine, this poem, because it does tribute Drew. And and I thank you all for listening and enjoying it. Well, um, just to add, the lines that, I mean, and what it also is, is true, clearly, in this poem, because uh, they... If all the stars could get time off from shining in the sky, they'd come and be impressed to see the twinkle in your eyes. Look at that picture. Her eyes twinkle. She's not lying. Yeah. She's, got a, she's got a real, there's a real shine in those eyes. And uh, that can only be a It is, huh? Um, from you and, and Daddy. <laughs> you and the You've obviously passed on uh, the twinkle, so it's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Verge. She is a beaut. She's a lovely person besides. She's very lovely inside. Um, just the best kind of person you'd want to know. So she's I, your daughter. I just, she's your daughter. Why wouldn't she be? She should be. She's your daughter. <laughs> right, right, right. Thank you, Verge. Good night. And Sawa. Oh, being a mother, I feel I really I love this. I agree you said I love it I really do love it it's so your sincerity how genuine you are and how much you appreciate it I'm sure you know everyone in an organization a mother and daughter there is this up and down and this always there's nothing always going to be beautiful but you the, the way to remember to know that always be there for you always smiling always be your bone backbone that that's really show who you are too not only who she is because we install on our children. If you love them, it comes back to you, um, uh, sincerely. And uh, that's, that's because there are bad mothers, but there are also beautiful mothers. And um, just to show who you really are, too, it's a reflection of you, Linda. You always smile. You always have, you look what you went through in your life, and here you are. You're not angry at the world. Just like if the people know your story, no one would know your story uh, if they know. Like, you really are just a loving but love, matter, what happened to you in your life. And um, I love this picture. I'm glad you put it there. And look at your brain son. It's just beautiful. It's just like, oh, is he such a cute? That's Killian. <laughs> and she's so gorgeous. Really, you're going to have suitors knocking at the door now. You put her picture and all this poem. 
<laughs> yeah. Thank you so so kindly. Oh, I and uh, <laughs> and Boo, what do you think? Uh, well, I said, Linda, can you adopt me? No. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with her and everybody else. Like, you just seem like your heart's always open. You're like one of those moms, or you're like one of those houses, kind of like my house was before. Everybody would come over, everybody would sleep over, my parents would feed everybody, everybody could hang out. You seem like that kind of mother, and that's a great thing to have. And, uh, very open. Thank you and so this is much. Great. I was the shortest ones I've ever seen from you, um, actually. And uh, it's really, really great. You feel the love and the words and your voice and everything about you is genuine and real, and that's what makes your poetry so much better. So cute. And, yeah, you're going to have the men all Thank over. You. over. <laughs> you're welcome. I know. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, sorry. Just sorry, Boo. Uh, I just have to say, <laughs> just remember, I'm fucking lying, okay, when it comes to the line okay. starts after Verge, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you you guys are so funny. funny. <laughs> All right. Before I drop the next uh, poem on on the board, which will be booze, I want to say hello to Raz. Hey, Raz, how you doing? Hi, Raz. Hello. Raz. Hi, Raz. How you doing? Alcien, la familia, la costa nostra. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, Boo. You're up. Okay. 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 Um, this whole uh, oceanic, or oceanic, I guess you say, adoration. Um, I forget, oh, my God, I'm talking to the wrong phone. Sorry. Jesus. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I have, like, two, I have actually three phones working. I should probably focus on one. Okay. Um, I'm getting over there. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I had it on the right page the first time. Okay, it goes like this. My heart is my captain, and its sole purpose is to worship and accept all things that are uniquely you. That acceptance or denial is directly tied to how fiercely we love ourselves and stand by our creed. A radiant masterpiece surges and swells freely within journey of wonder. Discovery of the unknown lies deep between hungry breaths of now and then and the radiant hopes of tomorrow. Contentment mutually felt through airwaves and between somber tides and the silent sound of shiver. Fragile droplets of poetic grace producing hypnotic narcotic intoxication. Witness jeweled skies that exist in a paradox to herald your presence. Rhythmic illusion beckoning. Perfect cadence mutually driven by cosmic kindred spirits. Moon orbits my horizon causing tsunamis and floods roaming amongst grand shorelines that rest upon sacrificial spheres. And I would sink a thousand times over to find a line nearly as captivating. End poem. Powerful piece, Rabu. Um I think me and you have had, have, had the discussion on 
what, how far we go as far as worshiping a person. But uh, I think that this is this just shows a, a passion to you and, and where where you're at and and uh, who you are because you 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 um you're you're an all-in person and uh, that's pretty much the way um you are it's either all or nothing or and you don't care what anybody thinks and 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 any different because that's who you are and that's what you're going to do and i think you pulled it out there and you uh, showed that perfectly um because it it is is a powerful piece and and it's who you are um so excellent job on portraying portraying that um thank you so what do you think um i like you really put a lot of emotion in here and yearning it's just beautifully uh the hope hungry breath lies deep between hungry breaths of now and then and the radiant hopes of tomorrow the hungry breath is this yearning and contentment mutually felt it's uh, i guess uh, you and someone you love Waves. It's just so romantically beautiful, and between somber tides, uh, life can have it has. It's not when it's, even when you love, it doesn't mean everything go easily and softly. And you show that with somber tides and the silent sound of shiver. Um, witness through skies that exist in paradox. I, you really show that that's not gonna. It's not something. But it's still happening, even though there is this difference or this paradox. I love that rhythmic illusion becoming perfect cadence, mutually driven by cosmic kinder spirits. Wow. <laughs> it's like very, um, we take it out to this universe, beyond you. It's, it's spread in the universe and the horizons. I, I love these imagery, causing Sami and Flood. Wow. <laughs> um, I would think a thousand times over to find a line nearly, nearly as captivating. Um, very beautifully, really, uh, just, uh, just beautiful. <laughs> Shows Thank who you, you are. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Keep, keep. Your eyes have changed dramatically from um, like softer and softer and more passionate. <laughs> Very, very so. Thank you. And Raz, what do you think? Yeah, all this shows great commitment and devotion and love and how you want what's best for those of whom you care the most. And that is very true. To step the bonds of heaven and hell and make sure that they're safe at night. Thank you, Rex. Rex, sorry. Rex. <laughs> and Verge. The other one that speaks about what the concept was, but this is about the ocean as well, as much as it is about um, a person or a, a, a romanticized feeling about something. To be romanticized in terms of your vision of the is also a beautiful thing, I think. Um, I'm a big fan of the scene having got away from the horrific moldy Thames in London to the beautiful seas of the Caribbean. So I took it up from that perspective and, and enjoyed the ride from that perspective. So I, 
I liked it as well, but uh, more from that perspective than any other, because the appreciation of the ocean is quite a thing, because we don't do that because we're land-bound creatures, but the ocean is a wonder that is worthy of appreciation and adoration, so I, uh, I applaud you for that, um, for that part of the time, for that expression of appreciation for the beauty of the sea, what the ocean so, yeah, good job again, Thank you, Virg. Cool. And Linda. Boo! If I would have a just thinking of you card, that would be it. But this is the verse that really caught me. Contentment mutually felt through airwaves and beyond somber tides in the silent shroud of shivers, frigid droplet of poetic grace, producing a hypnotic, narcotic intoxication. <laughs> what a wonderful, wonderful verse. I, I, you know, you always bring it to the table, Boo, and I am never, never, ever, like, not impressed with what you write. And this was very, very, it was, it was a little on... Like like JC said, how much do you do you? What's the word I'm looking for? Hang on, um, worship. Because um, in my world, worship is meant for the Lord, and worshiping a person is. I understand where you're coming from. I've been there, where that's when you think of them and you you can't breathe. Um, and and that's a deep love. That's a true deep love when you think of somebody and and you can't take a breath in because you know it might be your last. But this poem was absolutely beautiful, and and I give you kudos, Boo, because you always make me feel something different. So thank you for sharing this. Thank you, Linda. Thanks a lot. Not a problem. Excellent comment. All right. Where we're going to go from here is I am actually going to play Rack's um, SoundCloud. He ended up dropping off. He had to get going. But I still want to. I still want to go ahead and play Uh that. Let me see where is it. There it is. Okay. Here we go. Mirage by Raconteur Whatever happened to the loves of my past Enshrined in my memories All imperfections masked Lingering echoes of elation Hope, passion, and desire Left to wonder what happened Why we drifted apart What sparked such ire Was it something I did or didn't do? Will it repeat itself? In everything new, am I too intense, honest, or unromantic, insensitive, demanding, needy, or frantic? Do I not listen? Did our passion not burn for everything I gave? Do I expect something in return? All of these questions, no answers in sight. The specters of my past infest the night as I lie in repose. Shadows overtake the light, old wounds festering, a powder keg waiting to ignite. 
deceived by illusion, empty promises and lies, wrapped up in belief, deceit is easy to disguise. When it comes to reality, what you see isn't always what you get. Feelings aren't facts, and time only nurtures regret. End poem. Wow, 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 wow. This is amazing. This is this is something that I could feel every single line and relate to to the to every single line. Um, the it's like it, it's it's like you're on a, a merry-go-round and you go round and round and round and round every time and it doesn't matter who it is and and you're always hit with this sort of thing and you wonder why wonder why wonder why and and you never ever get any good answers you never get any good answers and i i think what he put here is such an amazing amazing way to look at this um because because it is truth it is truth and uh you know it's like we and each time we end up lying in a place that we feel is worse than the previous place and it just adds and accumulates and i think that this is quite a powerful powerful right uh raz what do you think about this these are definitely those uh type of self-confessional pieces that try to look into this very infested night of which the poet speaks and I see the specters here being remembering times in which you were lied to by other individuals, but it did not occur to you at that moment. Only years later, when you think back why they had said a certain thing, why they had tried to mislead you at a certain given point, and were not all that more reliable to ever see again. Uh, incredible, incredible um, comment there. Um, Verge, what do you think? Yeah, this is another cool piece, man. Um, very, uh, very deep to be able to write. Um, the mirage, uh, the mirage of relationships, the mirage of people and, and how they sometimes can deceive us and we're not really aware of the pain that that then brings, there's a lot of uh, a lot of pain in this. I felt a lot of, a lot of uh, yeah. The, 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 the last two verses particularly caught my deceived by illusion, empty promises and lies, wrapped up in belief, deceit is beaten to the sky. When it comes to reality, what you see isn't always what you get. Feelings aren't facts. I'm only nurturing regret. Yeah, very, very deep piece, man. I, I, I like the depth of it. I like the, I like the, uh, the, the truth of it as well, because I think that there's a lot of truth in this, but we sometimes don't want to acknowledge that we are um, sometimes victims to our own wishes to believe the best in people, and sometimes, you know, you've got to acknowledge that, hey, this person did lie to me, and what was wrong with me that I couldn't see it? Um, that's what I get from this phone, but as ever, a very big deep in the heart felt right, and uh, the relation is so um, 
accented and, and made it feel more real. So good job, right? Right on the lot. Salwa, what do you think of uh, Rack's poem? Oh my goodness, he always like uh, uh, move you deeply, heart wrenching, because of his voice, of his emotion that he literally are bleeding in his memory and his voice and his uh, words. Um, it's a personal. I agree. It's a, he took this poem to personal love, like painful memory of love, unfortunately. Um, and um, the question, that all the questions that he put there uh, show this um, pain and uh, that they would never, that they haven't been answered. And the worst thing is when someone don't have an answer for something, why, why this happened, this is the worst because it never will stay there forever um, and comes back and forth and make you frantic and make you um, like also blame yourself because you have no answer. It's incredibly, all these questions are answered inside the specters of my past and fast night. Um, as I lie in repose, shadows overwhelm the light, old wounds festering, powder waiting to the need. That's, that's what happened when these questions are never answered. It's really horrible, I think, um, for someone to go through this. And hopefully he'll find his inner peace no matter what. Such a beautiful person and, and a great friend. Boo, Boo what do you think about Rack's poem? I love Rack's poem and Rack, over oh, the way he reads, full of emotion. He says what people think and they don't, maybe they don't want to admit it. We all want to know what happened to the one. What could we have done? How could we have fixed it? What, what caused them to go away? Sometimes there's nothing wrong with the person. Just the vibe isn't there. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't force it. You can't create it. You can't make it. Um, it just isn't there. And, and sometimes people don't understand that. Um, and as I lie in repose, shadows overwhelm the light. Old wounds festering. Powder keg waiting to ignite. That's an awesome verse right there. How you just If you sit there and just stew on it and stew on it and stew on it, you're never going to be able to move on or get over it. It's going to kill you. So, but we all yeah. been there, wonder what we've done, who we could have been, what we could have, you know, what should have said this, I should have done this, you know. If, but fact of the matter is, if you would have done any of those things, probably wouldn't have changed anything. So, full of emotion, his wow. voice is meant for poetry. Awesome read. Good to unrack. And Linda. Yeah, you know what? Hang on one second. Um, you can tell by what people write how they really, truly are. You cannot hide behind your art. You are a caring part of the love rack. And if you have to ask some of those questions, then she wasn't worth your love. Um, this was a very honest piece. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm amazed uh, on how you came out and put your heart out on the table. And, and you know, but if you have to ask those questions, um, you really weren't, she really wasn't worth your love because I can tell by the way you write that you're an honest, beautiful person. And this was a very, very, like, lovely, honest piece. 
And keep it up, Rat. Thank you for sharing it. Absolutely amazing comment there. Well, uh, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and grab a few people who are out on their on the board and read some of their work. Uh, one that I want to get first is uh, Joseph Moon. Hey, Raz, can you uh, read Joseph's poem for us? Yes, it would indeed uh, be a service to man in order for Joseph Moon to be heard. And this poem is called The Past is the Present. How has ye time been spent? The past is the present. Begin today. Rise above ye hurdies and strife. Like spring looks at winter, look at ye life. Contemplate life's challenges as a mountaineer. Climb the rough trail sands, fear. Never look back, never stop. Reach the mountaintop. Look up and stretch higher. With ye, spirit of fire, <laughs> sing loud. <laughs> oh, gosh. Great job. Sing loud. Yes, I love it. I love it. Uh, what a time and what a great read. What a great read. And this is a little bit different. I'll say that this is a little bit different for um, Joseph Moon. Um, I like the way he he he, uh, he brought this forth. Begin today, rise above ye heartaches and strife. Like spring looks at winter, look at ye life. You know, there's there's still a little bit of that uh, that old uh, old feel to it, but uh, still he he. He put something different and unique, and, and I like the structure on how he put this. Salwa, what do you think? I I was smiling because of um, Raj Reed is just trying. It was really beautifully read. Sing loud. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, it's a great poem of Joseph. I mean, um, yes, we have to put the past behind us. I like the contemplate life challenges as a mountaineer. And climb the rough trace and fear. I wish Raconte was here could you listen to this, because we all need this to hear this sometimes. Yet, with the people, I mean, I disagree on one thing. They say never look at your past. It's not that easy. Sometimes it's ingraining you so deeply, uh, pain that little things remind you of it. So it's really, yes, you don't want to look at it, you don't want to remember it, but it's there. You can't. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's just will will always be there. Will never be the present. I'm sorry. That's how I. That's how that. I, I am a very optimistic person and a hopeful person, but um, this is reality. Uh, it's gonna be there in you. Uh, maybe um, that you cannot. I understand what you're saying. I mean, what we want to go in this direction. Absolutely, I love this idea of uh, contemplate life challenges as a mountaineer and the winter. Beautifully said. Very wise uh, wisdom in here. Excellent comment. Uh, Linda, what do you think? Well, Joseph is another one that's slowly creeping up to be one of my favorite poets (laughs) on AP, but um, he has composed the perfect message of the day. 
it was very uplifting, like Sawa said. Uh, the climbing of the mountain and not looking back and 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 look up and stretch higher. What a great, just a great message for for everybody to hear. Um, you know, I I like Sundays because I go to church and ch- to, today was was potluck, so we all had a a very long fellowship, and and we try to keep that message going about you know about being positive and and looking forward to tomorrow and and all this stuff. And when I read his poem, I thought, wow, you know what a he should have been in my church today because this was exactly the kind of message that we try to portray, um, be strong and, and contemplate life's challenges as a mountaineer and climb that rough trails, you know, but, uh, I love Joseph's work. Um, so I want to thank him for sharing this piece. Um, it was very inspiring. Great comment, and I, gosh, I love potlucks. <laughs> you made me hungry now. <laughs> I'm moving to Alaska next to Linda. <laughs> there you go. You come on, girl. <laughs> Raz, you read it. What'd you think? Yes, uh, I see here plenty of uh, emotion trying to reach up from what is otherwise a ceaseless attempt to hardly react to what we have of life right now. And so the poet begs the reader to defer and try to seize upon some kind of passion or striving to understand that uh, which is clearly right in front of you when it comes to living terms. Great comment. And uh, Verge, what do you think? An ode to positivity, an ode to looking forward, an ode to the success in life is the struggle. Uh, very, very uh, appropriate, I think for the days and times that we're all living in. Uh, to give today my divine heart extra strike, like screamers of to look at you like. The, uh, as you said, JP, there's a very classic um, old feel, particularly with the usage of the word ye. Um, and I think so too, actually. It has that kind of sermon quality to it as well. So... Yes, thank you for sharing this because it's something that I certainly need as much as I'm sure we do the world right now to have somebody just remind us that, hey, you know what, sometimes the mountain isn't too high to overcome and that you have to keep trying. And uh, that is definitely a message that should be spread across to many platforms and to many people in these days as well. So very, very And uh, again, I'd be happy to say thank you for Joseph for sharing that. And Boo, you want to say any last words? Yeah, I love this the whole thing. I like the empowerment and then the like wake up and enjoy the, the moment kind of vibe. It sounds like it should be a bumper sticker. How has the time been spent? The past is the <laughs> present. 
so true. Um, it's so short, but damn, it says so much. You know, be yourself, be strong, don't listen to the bullshit, uh, stretch higher and, and sing aloud. And it's all you can do, you know, because if you listen to everybody else pulling, pulling you down, you'll never get back up. So this is about self-confidence, self-love, in my opinion. And get putting your boot, hooking yourself up by your bootstraps and going on on a lot of strength here and, and stop sweating the stuff from the past. Beautiful moon, Jersey moon. Hey, boo. <laughs> boo. Hey, yeah. You think it's a little, yeah. think it's a little time for a, a little double O BV? <laughs> it's always time for that. <laughs> All right, a little bit of big birch to everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna awake with the with the voice. I'm gonna wake up again. Sorry, it's not no one to make me sleep. I'm just too tired and tough. <laughs> so, <laughs> here we go. So here we go. Here we go. Ridiculous. You know, some ridiculous things are said to link like. Playing with Jane or sunshine with rain or that exceptional brains work with cocaine. Which gets me to thinking that when it comes to women, I have to say that plain goes with same. Like pretty does shitty. So if she's cute, you'll soon get proof that she's got some issues. But if she's nice, she should make a good wife and probably lies a loving, peaceful life. However, bits on the side clearly go with sly. As well as wild times when they spread their thighs. So what about guys? Well... It's ridiculous to think that if he's Mr. Slick, that he's not full of tricks, or that his good looks prove that he's all good. However, if he's shrewd, he's probably cool, because hot-headed fellas tend to use berettas as do wise guys with gangster ties, so yes, that's right, they connect to fights, and of course neckties that snuff out life. However, smart guys connect to dope rhymes, and being wise when it comes to bass lines that we use to provide sweet musical vibes ridiculously nice when the synergy's right so it's ridiculous to try to criticize when they make you see reality so yes it's ridiculous to diss what's meticulous in scriptures painting pictures that are clearly not disfigured it's ridiculous to trigger those figures who deliver love that bloods and crip man run as if it's fun to do that stuff ridiculous and dumb when they leave man numb just like their mums when they lose their sons. The kind of stuff that's ridiculous when we face guns and ignorance from policemen. So it's ridiculous to trust that when they see us, that they deal in love before imprisonment. When we haven't even done what we've been accused of, that's ridiculous as it is to believe that today's chiefs and global leaders are anything more than bottom feeders, deceivers who treat us like a stillborn fetus, it's ridiculous, I know, my poetic flow, because my mind goes into dark zones, but yet still glows like ridiculous shows of top-notch pros that lets you know that all that glitters keeps the truth untold. That's the way it goes. This world is cold, just like this flow, that's meticulously vicious when it comes to things that we claim are linked that clearly are fictitious. So if you're thinking they're nutritious and a suitable form of stimulus, you're just being ridiculous. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I do. I do. You know, bottom line is, um, you know, it is. We we put so much uh, emphasis and so much um, responsibility on people that really should never be there. And and I'm, I'm, I take a look at this, and the, the, you you mixed in some double standards here and there. And then you you're talking about what what about the time how we're living in today's world 
where people are just jumping to conclusions and, and, and they're doing stuff that are just plain stupid. They're abusing their powers. And I think that uh, you just go from here to there to everywhere and you just, I love it. I love it. Uh, you just laid out the foundation for people to understand that the, that people in themselves are ridiculous. So amazing job, Verge. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, <sir. laughs> no problem. All right, let me. Let, okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a comment from your number number one fan here, uh, Linda. What do you think of that? <laughs> well, uh, all of his stuff is just so like intense and beautiful, but I have to disagree um, uh, to a part of this because, see, I'm the kind of person that. I'm always looking through rose-colored glasses. And when I got my glasses on, I can't see the haters. And that's how I live my life. I know they're out there. I'm, I, I'm intelligent, and I know what's going on out there. But I choose to believe that the angels are going to come and make everything beautiful <laughs> because that's what I believe in my heart. Um, love is all you need. And I said that last night, um, <laughs> over and over, <laughs> right? So, but but I loved your poem. And uh, where am I here? Wait a minute, I can't find it. But Verge, your your poetry is always so hard hitting and so honest. And and this is is no exception. I just had. I just wanted to disagree with that little part where I didn't quite get it, where you said, hang on, I'm getting there. Oh, but, uh, oh, that way that it goes, the world is cold, just cold, like yes. this flow. You know, your stuff is, is better than I think you even think it is. And, and I want to give you kudos for that. You you always bring a message um, out to us that that we weren't aware are were aware of and just wasn't thinking about. But you 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 bring out this beautiful poetry, and and I got to tell you, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. The first time I saw one of your poems and I tried to read it. I went, oh, it's rap. Screw this. <laughs> Shine this. Because I'm not a rapper. I love PM Dawn. He is one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, but I'm not into rap. And, and I passed over one of your poems. And then, again, I found one of your SoundCloud, th- one of your, your, your music yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And... I listened to it and I was so overwhelmed by how good it was that I just went, wow. And I think that's when I wrote you my first message um, about what a, remember that? Yeah. Um, Because I was so intrigued and impressed by your message and, and all you got to do, dude, is keep pushing that out there and you, we'll all be your huckleberries. I swear to God, we will all be your huckleberries. 
which I am now, and 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 <laughs> you are to to me one of the best poets that I've known, and and I like to put that out to you because I oh. think you need to hear that you are that good. Yeah. Thank you. Let's let's continue the positivity. Salwa, what do you think? <laughs> I knew you were coming through when you said that. But there's so much similarity between Linda and I. I. I'm not kidding. The same thing when I heard you, when I saw your first poem, I said, no, rap, forget it. That's so funny you said that. Linda, truly. Oh, no. <laughs> Long and rap, forget it. <laughs> I have to right, that. right, right. But yeah, it's so funny. Uh, but um, here, you, there's one. You talk about the ridiculous thing of life. You take serious thing and you make it. You take one word and repeat it to get the message through. Ridiculous, ridiculous. What I notice in your other poems to, uh, to get it. I guess to not only for the flow to get it through our, the message through. You said it's ridiculous. I know my poetic flow because my mind goes into dark zones. It's not ridiculous. It must be your personal experience that makes your mind go into dark zone. But I'm like I'm like Linda, and I, you can tell both of us are not faking it. I mean, I went through a lot in life. I should be in the dark zone, but the opposite. I always see. I get disappointment. There are friends who who I get disappointed with. I don't talk to anymore, but still I see light rosy. I, even though I went through a lot in my life, this is as an old gift, whatever it is, because otherwise you'd be depressed. So you have to, there is something beautiful. We are blessed in this life with the life and the beauty of life. So if you don't see the other side of this, then we're going to be in the dark zone always. I'm sorry, I'm just blank honest. Because I can be in this dark zone, but I choose not to. And it's not really uh, like closing your eyes, as Linda said. I know it's there, but I just choose not to be there. I don't know how to explain it. But So everyone is different. But that's how, um, and now the word is cold. I disagree with you. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> you got all these, you got all these uh, positive people around you, Verge. <laughs> we, we, we will transform him. We'll transform him. We'll transform him. We'll metamorphose you. We'll metamorphose you back to. That's the whole point of, of what I'm trying to. It's what I need to say. Uh, people are living in a, in a, in a, I mean, let's, let's be real. COVID-19, for example. COVID-19 brings up a lot of people very quickly. But you know what? Everybody isn't cool. Everybody isn't genuine. Everybody isn't generous. Everybody doesn't stand by one another's side. I get that you don't want to go or you don't want to, it's not that you want to go. Obviously, acknowledge that there is a dark side to things, but I've, I've, I've been through things. Not that anybody did through anything less than what I've been through, but I think to lose your mother like I did, so in the sense of having her physical being there, but knowing that really her physicality has disappeared and that her ability to live life has gone. Over such a long time, from such a long age, it it it's darkened my life in a in a in a massive way. And therefore, when I look at people and the things that I've experienced, I just haven't experienced. 
I don't think as much love as I have So that's why I'm in this way. It's not meant to be um, doom-ridden or to make people feel sad. But it is to make people realize, hey, it's all going well thinking positive and believing that by being positive, everything around you is going to be. But that's not real. That's not my reality, and I certainly wouldn't advocate that being a message for people to pass on to others. If you have had that life, you're very lucky. But there are lots and lots of people. And um, myself being a black man, yeah. also knows it from a different perspective to most of you. Um, the reason I make the I made an accent on when they see us in the poem is to remind people the mental part five, those five young black guys who got falsely accused of um, raping and attacking a woman in Central Park way back when, which Ava Verne about, which again, people in this room, you haven't sat down and watched. But if you did, you'd know, again, why I'm saying that things are ridiculous in the eyes of people like me. So thank you all for your comments, but... Uh, I stand by what I know. I would never write something that I couldn't stand by what I said. And I defend my position on this. I write it. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to let uh, Boo have the last say on this one, and then I'm going to read a poem from Diabolical Beard, who has been out on the board. Uh, Boo, what do you think about Virgins? I think that, like, you know, the message he's trying to get out there is so real, realistic. Like, you know, I hate to put it like this, but, like, we didn't all grow up with rainbows and fairies and fairy tale life. And here in this little circle, we are positive and we lift each other up and we care for each other. But out there in the world, really, there's a lot of people that just don't give a fuck and um, have no heart and have no humanity. And that's sad, but uh, that's what he's bringing to the forefront of like, hey, you might live in your world, but this is the world that I live in. This is the world that I see. And it's always raw, it's always real, it's always relevant, and it's uh, on topic. Um, and, you know, I mean, the whole thing, we all know somebody like that. And, and I love the word ridiculous, how you say it and how you said it, you say, repeat it. Um, you know, we all know chicks like this. We all know guys like this. Um, we all know the self-centered, selfish bricks that are out there. And, um, uh when they leave, went ridiculous and dumb when they leave me, man, numb, just like their moms when they lost their sons. And just the whole thing is real. Ignorance from police, the whole, you know, we all know this shit's true, but nobody really wants to say it or talk about it and bring it up. And people say they want the truth, but as we found out Friday's show, um, pretty much usually they don't. So uh, I think it's awesome, Virgin. You keep speaking your voice. Um, the other thing I would say, well, which we said earlier, is the one thing you will never get from me is poetry that is totally honest. And that's what I'm doing here. Whether or not that honesty yeah. doesn't work for you is not my concern. What is my concern? When you know whether something is mine, you are, you are aware that there's no part of that that I'm writing just for effect. I'm writing it because it's real and it's that I know and see. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Great job. Uh, and you know, your flow is amazing. Your voice is amazing. Thank you, dude. 
All Welcome. right. We're going to keep on going on here. And it's time for a little uh, diabolical beard. And this is called Wilderness. And it goes like this. In your eyes I see the wilderness beyond the consumption of bitterness. Forgive the distance I take. It's my blanket of security. I wander in silence for therapy. I can read your personality, the battles of inner conspiracies. No one really knows the toll till they reach it, wishing it was just something temporary. I forget the reason to go on. Look up to the heavens for tranquility. Lay down to stop the spins. May I have the closure I crave? What would you do to win? All the times my mind investigated, I fade into pieces, dreaming it wasn't so complicated. End poem. Wow, this is, I, I like this. Up beard. Yeah, no, I, I really like this because ultimately uh, this is a good uh, poem to kind of piggyback on um, Virgis' poem, believe it or not, because in this poem right here you see the fact of, <laughs> and this, this, is, this is bottom line, uh, re- relationship-driven. This is how men see women and women see men, and there's a complication. Uh, um, I'm, I look at that because I'm, I'm looking down. He puts uh, pain, love, relationship, and bottom line, that's what it is. We we don't understand why so much so many things get so complicated. Things just come out of our mind. They, they become, you know, I, I hate to say it, but they become ridiculous at times. Uh, because we can't answer the questions, and I don't think anyone has the answers to the questions for us. And I kind of like the direction that he took out out, out in this, I, I, how he started, in your eyes I see the wilderness. That is a very fascinating way to see it, because the wilderness can be a place of emptiness, but it also can be a place of, of savagery. So to put those two things together, I think is quite, quite clever. Uh, Raz, what do you think? Yes, I find this to uh, exhibit a certain amount of creative knowledge of human psychology when it comes to the subject matter they look upon this person's eyes and are reminded at heart there is a form of life there which exists outside of mankind as any form of nature and they stare deeper into these eyes until they're all but lost as to why this other person of whom they're looking at contains a certain amount of uh, secrets of which will never be shared. And here lies the very mystery of what you cannot uh, learn from firsthand observation that goes on in the wilderness before you're there. Awesome comment. Uh, Let me get a comment then from Selwa on this. Um, Justin always puts his pain about this experience. It seems like being very painful one. 
I agree with uh, all of your beautiful comments, uh, in particular what you said in the beginning, that wilderness can be, be painful and scary at the same time. And he showed that I need my blanket of security because it's a scary place. There's so much pain in there. Um, and then the therapy. He just tells us a sad story. I can read your personality, how, why he feels this pain, why this relationship is not working. I like how he says... Um, no one really knows the toll till they reach it, wishing it was just something temporarily. I forgot the reason to go on. Um, that's so true. You don't really would know something until you reach it. Absolutely realistic. Um, there's so much. Like he take us, or like it gets more and more intense until he fades into pieces and he realizes the dreaming. Um, but it's just, he's trying almost like to break out of this. He wants to all a lot of his poetry. May I have the closure I crave? He want he wished for that, but it seems like he almost trapped in this. Um, I, I see from his poet his poetry. Wonderful, wonderful comments. I want to say hello to Gitanjali out in India. She's listening. Oh, I was in. wondering where she was. Here she comes. Oh, she's just wake. She's <laughs> just waking up, folks. So there you go. All right. Well, Let me get a on. comment from Hello. Linda. What did what did you think? Well, you know, in the beginning, I I read the first line in your eyes. I see the wilderness, and I thought how beautiful. But then I thought, wait a minute. In your eyes, I see the wilderness, which could be a, a double entendre of the meaning, um, and I see it. When I look into your eyes and I see the wilderness, I see all things wild and free. And and then it goes beyond the conception of bitterness. Forgive the distance I take. It's my blanket of security. That, that's very understandable because it, when we look into somebody's eyes, especially one of somebody that's like our 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 partner at the time or a person of interest or whatever, we want to take distance before we put ourselves out there. And I wonder in silence of for therapy, I can read your personality. The battles of the inner conspiracies, no one really knows the toll till they reach it. And this is beautifully said. And I just want to say that diabolical beard. This was a beautiful piece of poetry. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for sharing. And Boo, did you get to hear Beard's piece? Yeah, this is pretty straightforward for Beard. Usually he's uh, more abstract and everything. Uh, that was really easy to um, understand and. And he's another one who, like, has grown so much. And when he first started, I think he was, you know, just, you know, he's never written poetry before, so he's kind of, like, all over. And now he's more structured. His, his thoughts are, you know, you can understand his thoughts. They're more clear. They're written clearly, even when they're abstract. He's always writing about pain and love, so he must uh, really connect with that. And I love that, too. In your eyes, I see the wilderness beyond consumption of bitterness. He sees beauty despite that she's bitter and treated him like shit. 
seems like. And um, lay down and stop. Friends may have the closure. He gets tired of the round, round merry-go-round. Wants to get off of it, either be with her or not. I think that's what he's saying. Like, shit or get off the pot, kind of. I don't know. I might be wrong, but that's what I, what I see. But uh, good job there. Beard. Very strong. All My right. Uh, well, it. we're going to go ahead and put Raz up on the board next. Raz, you are up, my friend. Yes. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Verge, did you want to say something? Yeah. Just, just, just a little proud here. Yeah. Um, as you said, Jason, think about, think about my, my work then being a firm one This is the proof of what I was trying to say before. As he says at the end, all the times my mind investigated, I faded into pieces. Managing 
dawdle the daffodil print of the Monet painting, green buds cut open, the birth of the growing stem and the baby milk poppies. In my memories, you had an air like suspended animation was poetry. Since the previous second, the continental shift, this proved Pangea, chemical contrail, the shockwaves off airwaves, bleeping and beeping, pinhole with the stratosphere shoppy, anti-airlock, decontamination chamber, hesitated to open, bolt, two more minutes have passed, readout, 7.08 p.m., and Pope. Oh, wow. Wow, I did not expect that ending right there, and that ending kind of kind of took me off guard. Even though two minutes had passed, this time was the same. It was still 7.08, which, which I find quite fascinating in this. You know, there's – I see um, a lot of conflict within a mind being pulled in Sorry. different directions, and uh, I, I really like, especially nearing that end, um, when it's wrestling with the different types of theories and proofs of theories and proofs, disproofs of theories and everything like that that people see and people feel and people hear. Um, I look like that, hanging on to the new strap, hint of metaphysics, but realism. Um, sometimes the metaphysics, they, they are in direct uh, conflict with realism at times. So we're dealing with, 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 I believe, a personal conflict in, in your subject right here to, uh, to actually kind of struggle from, from point A to point B. And I think you've done this in a brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant uh, fashion. Uh, so excellent job, Raz. Thanks. Selwa, what did you see in this? Um, I see the timing kind of made me think. You said 7.08 and you put it back in the bottom and you talk about memory. In my memories, you had an air like suspended animation was poetry. Since the previous second, the continental shift is proof. It's almost like what happened in those two minutes. So many things. Two minutes, it seems like short, but in two minutes in the mind, it, uh, if you study it scientifically, I guess, there's so many waves and so many things happening. I think that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> I don't know. My brain has kind of uh, tiredness. I have to read it again. But that's what I see. Since the previous minute, the last seven soaked with the rain, storm, perpetual shaking of the leaves, has made it a last breath after shock of it starting. There's so much actually. It could be also after after <laughs> after storm. Um, reaction to a storm could be so many things. You really never, um, you don't give hints. You don't make it easier, Raz. <laughs> <You're, you're, laughs> you make, you like talking to different <laughs> in direction. <laughs> you, uh, like hanging into the new strap hint of metaphysics. This is the only hint you give. Hint of metaphysics, but realism, empty vastness, bastion with an elephant woman, so help to buy, oh God, <laughs> help pick and nuts. I think really that's what it is, the mind goes back and forth in billion directions um, in just two minutes. That's what you're trying to say, please. Can you explain after everyone else comments? I would appreciate it. <laughs> Why do you have to yeah, know, so you know why? concepts of the poem, but it's recommended that you hear uh, the comments from those who want to uh, 
judge the work at the recital before someone says, uh, Oh, no, that's what, what I said after. Meant. You didn't hear me. I said yeah. after. I said after they made their comments. I was very specific. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I'm very, I can't wait to hear this one. Verge, what do you think about this one? I wish yeah. I uh, yeah, I uh, again as ever with um, with uh, rats. This stuff is just so weighty in terms of what is being represented in all of these words. It's very lyrical. It's, it's expansive in its fiction. It is in its assessment of things. I have a line. I have to find the line again. Sorry. Um, Right. Eternity was not built in a sorry, it should be built, right? Eternity was not built in a day. And I was found this by what occurs to all of that time of the eternal harmony. Again, an emphasis to me on the complications of living in, in this because he goes from planet Earth and he goes to if you look at the end, one's perception um, it's, it's on the general nature of being physically haunted, able to distort one's perception of temporal space. So as ever, this goes way, way beyond what we deem to be the important things that we do. It's looking at things from a much bigger level. Those of us on planet Earth seem to have this thing this microcosm of whatever it is, um, whatever bubble we happen to be in, we talked about previously, love or, or a darker side. But the two things are intertwined. And I see this poem as a, as a deep examination of all of those things. Um, so, as ever, <laughs> like, like it's always the case with this poetry, you can't just decipher it in one reading. My only question to end my comment is, what are the important spirits of the 1964 and 89? What, what was the reason you picked those years specifically? Or that, well, the 20s is in the Yes, uh, it's supposed to represent exactly what you're saying this time as to one of the responses here from Verge. This is a piece on someone who is being haunted, and it's why... They're in a state of an altered mind in which time does not pass. They look at the clock again, and for every minute they've been counting that another one could pass, the clock just stays the same. Yeah. It goes beyond where the average mind will take you in terms of things that they might write. This takes you somewhere much, much deeper and into the universal energy, not the energy that we are so preoccupied with down on planet Earth. We are so small and finite in the grand scheme of things. But anyway, great piece again, man. As is always the case, you've got me right. This demands much more study than just one read and move on and read the comments. There's personal relations and uh, the subject who feels that time doesn't pass over a minute in 10 or 20 after in those years of which uh, someone who had been related to them 
was uh, some form of unconscious psychological influence, like uh, the label of the bottle. Can I say something? Uh, all right. Before Linda comments, go ahead. I think that's what I was saying. I said in this minute, a lot of things happening. You go from one point to another, not like this time doesn't pass. That's what that's what I said, kind of. Like the minutes, in those two minutes, you go from one thing to another. You just like, uh, I think I said it differently, but that's, I think, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. There I you mean, go. I mean, I see something different, but, yeah. Okay. We're going to let Linda have a comment, and then I'm going to have you come. Virgia has um, right on the nail. Why read out okay. seven? Okay, so I'm not. Like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Linda. Andreas, this is a very well-done piece. And you got me right off in the beginning since the previous minutes that lush, the lush, savant hedge grows soaked with the rain storm, perpetual shaking of the leaves. But here's the part that really got me. Eternity was not built mm-hmm. in a day, and I will die unnoticed by what occurred to all of the time of the eternal harmony. What a brilliant, brilliant line. Um, A lot of your stuff, I have to say, to be honest, I have to read a couple of times and and really search um, to know what you're saying. But if I don't do that, when I just hear you read it, I do get lines and verses that strike me as very relevant and you've done this in this piece you have you have written verses and lines that were so relevant and 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 i love the the title of this readout 708 p.m is brilliant and how you go through to the end and end up at 708 p.m that is just brilliant. This is a, something that, in the con, in the content of this poem, you would think that it took time, but it was just an instant that this poem existed, an instant, and I love that about this. So great job, Raz. Thank you very much, Linda. All right. Now, what we're going to do is, boo, I'm going to ask you what you thought of that. Yeah. I I always like your poetry. And this one I sort of get. A lot of times it's hard for me to get it right away. But I don't take this the wrong way. Please don't be offended. This is just something that I feel when I read it. I feel like your poetry would maybe be more effective if you had line breaks in there. Because I feel like sometimes I'm stuck on, on one thing and then I'm, not on, I'm not complete, and then I'm on something that I'm not sure if I'm on the next thing, and that's not a bad thing either. And that's like, and that's how you like it. That's cool too. But that's just a suggestion for me because my mind needs to take one thing at a time. Because I'm But anyway, what about this one? I think what you're, I love the lines everybody else picked out because I think it's sort of spiritual what you said about the harmony and the clarity. But 
for me, I love the line you say, <laughs> worried about the peanuts. Um, you're kind of saying, like, if it's free, yeah, we're going to take it. Like, you know, we're all just like, no one knows really where they're going anyway. We're sort of going amok. So it's kind of like, fuck it, why not? Sort of what I say there. I don't know. I might be way off, but. It's um, a deliberate psychological question. When you have uh, yeah. problems with addiction or delusions, they say, did you ever notice the elephant in the room? And that would be yeah, the actual yeah. problems with both. And so here, I flip them, that right? around to an elephant woman, not necessarily yeah. meaning uh, either, but uh, the the aberration right. that you've been in denial of your own Yeah. I see you're forced to look now. You can't hide. You can't run. It's right there. The elephant's in the room. It's facing you. So do you face it or don't? I don't know. But anyway, it's a great poem, Raz. Thanks, Boo. All right, where we're going to go from here is uh, I want I want to let everybody know that we got about 15 minutes left in the show for the people on the board. Uh, we are going to uh, read a couple more for people who who are listening. I know Tila's listening. I know that uh, uh, Laughing Soul is listening. So we're going to definitely read those. I want everybody to know that if we do not read your poem tonight, we will read it on Wednesday. Uh, at our house, noon Eastern time. I also want to mention that uh, Rob and Boo will be having a show Tuesday at 9 o'clock, so don't miss it on 420, folks. There you go. Gives you an idea (laughs) what we need for that. Um, I also want to mention that we are going to be starting to feature the poem of the week on um, our YouTube channel. Uh, so check out uh, La Cosa Nostra Radio on YouTube. Uh, wow. Definitely Congratulations. check that out. Yep. Yep. So we will be uh, putting that out there in there. And uh, we got many other things that uh, that we're uh, firing up here in the future. So at this time, I'm going to drop uh, Laughing Souls um, poem. And if Boo, you can go ahead and read this for us. Okay. We're also going to have, like, contests to get on, like, the social media, to get on the blog, to get on the website, to get on the um, YouTube channel, like, something to get people involved. So some people who might not want to be on the show, you know, just get more people involved. So I just want to say that. Um, Okay. Anyway. And if, like, you know, just so you guys know, we're always open to suggestions or anything that anybody wants to try or do, so if anyone has any ideas, we're always open, right, Jay? Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Okay, yep. Sorry. yep. Anyway. All right, Boo, Very you can read that poem for you. knows the answer, yes, dear. <laughs> okay, so, Laughing Full, Fairy Tales and Still. Why did Alice run down the rabbit hole to unfurl mysteries of her soul? Wonder I... Who felt Snow White dwarfs were? Seven senses beacon in a world square. Did Cinderella leave her shoe by will? Every girl dreams a prince will bring her a thrill. Do fairy tales still enchant a bard's quill? Poems bloom when adored with a little thrill. Huskey, oh I, 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 she's brought up a great point, and I've read, I've, I think I've wrote, written a poem about this before. In my opinion, <laughs> Cinderella did not. 
she did not leave the that shoe by accident. It didn't fall off there by accident. She was trying to. She was. She was it was all a bait. She was trying. She was. She was using what she had to try to try to get what she wanted. And. Uh, I like this. I, I like this. Gee, um, you did an amazing job. It's clever. It's unique, and it it, it kind of. Uh, touches on our little childhood and makes us makes us laugh. So, Sawa. It reminds us. Tell me what you I love reminds us of a steamer. I'm gonna believe it. I believe we know you do. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> I live in my fairy tale land. <laughs> stay for there. Stay there. <laughs> so this is not gonna change my mind. I think. No, I think it uh, was was not accidentally. I don't think she did it on purpose. <laughs> I disagree with both of you. <laughs> oh, that makes goodness. me laugh. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> but I really love the take. She's very brilliant. Her writing is very exceptional. I'm I'm so happy that I discovered her and she joined the Costan also and had a beautiful soul, write the most beautiful comments and most beautiful poetry. But I still disagree. She said that this is an actual form that was uh, uh, inspired by Marius. And Whoa, it's, uh, Marius, you go. This is the pseudo form, pseudo form, which is kind of cool. All right, um, maybe he can, uh, maybe he could do a little uh, Marius. Maybe we yeah, can. Yeah, uh, you know how you feel about form. <laughs> I love form, but I, I, I think what what, what 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 I'm suggesting is maybe a little. Um, uh, Instructional teacher, video. Teacher. Instructional yeah, video on your uh, YouTube channel showing us how to do this form. I think that would be cool. Yeah. And you said it's a QAP ten time. by eight. Form. All right. <laughs> let me get let me get a comment from Linda. Linda, what do you think? I think, J.C., you just broke my heart. See? How could you say Cinderella was that way? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was really put out by that. I always thought Cinderella was a lady. But you brought up some good points. You brought up some good points. What was she doing leaving her slipper on the stairway? Was she not like asking for something? I mean, come on! But and then and then the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I mean, I always thought they were gentlemen, but you know, maybe maybe they didn't need to be. You know, I always thought that they were gentlemen, and and here it is that they're queer. I'm I'm just overwhelmed. By this, this was a very this was a very cute poem, but it brought up some really. I mean, from a little girl, I adored Cinderella. 
And now you're telling me that she left that supper on the on the step because she had ulterior motives with the prince. Okay. I agree with you. You know. Yes, I hear you. You didn't get the prince. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you're talking the laughing floor right now. So, welcome to. Thank you. Thank you so much for reading my poem. I love your poem. You're welcome. Thank you. You brought up so many questions for me. It's not a pseudo poem. Pseudo is me. That was a typo. It's a. Mother Superior jumping gun. Can you hear me? Yes, it's, an invented poetry yeah. form. it's an invented poetry form by Marius, and yesterday Boo was going to kick our asses for discussing it on the board, and so it's like a question and answer kind of format with strict syllable counts. So I had to really think what to do. To teach so I went a little berserk with the fairy tales. And why not? Don't you think Cinderella left it on purpose? I would leave it on purpose. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Hey, laughing soul. my point. Yeah. Okay, come on. There are some serious ones also in the poem. I think you saw this premeditated. I think you and I are naive. You just <laughs> tore apart my childhood. Oh my God! <laughs> no, sweetheart, it's all good. It's all good. It was a beautiful poem. I Thank thought it was very, so very much. cute. Thank you so much. I could finally connect to this. Oh wow! Love what I'm going to do next is we, <laughs> we got one poem that we're going to do, uh, and the rest, like I said, people, we will get your poems read on our house on Wednesday. Um, I, we appreciate what everybody does. I'm right What's here, that, Boo? if you want me to read. I want Cheryl to teach us that one. Oh, there's Marius. He's, he's the one who made it up. We he, we got to get them to teach it. Oh, he's got yeah, an he example on the, the board. Okay. He put the full instructions right there, and uh, so that's going to be awesome. And uh, what I would so, like so, is, yeah, um, gee, if, I have a poem <laughs> by Tila, and uh, Tila has been listening. And if you would like to read that, that would okay. be great. Yeah, sure. Y'all can hear me clearly, right? Perfectly. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, what are we waiting for? So I'm reading for I Tina. Um, the soul real quick about her poem. Yeah. There's like, some, maybe yes, can you um, Soul is going to read for Tila. Okay. Oh, okay. Penance. I found it. I just wanted to comment on her. I'll wait till after she reads. <clears throat> Let me know when y'all are done talking. I'll start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're good. Whenever you're ready, G. Hit it, sister. No I'm kidding. Can you hear us now, uh, G, or or not? Lost talk. Oh no. Oh man, that's how it drops. It's been dropping everybody. 
No, it's not dropping her. Oh, it's just uh, for some reason her her sound went off again. I don't know why it does that. We should wait, Jane. Come back. I like it when they when a poet makes their own form. I think that's pretty cool. Like, and then have other people do it. Hi, Tila. Hi, Tila. If you hear us, she is listening. I know that. Uh, unfortunately, I can't hear uh, uh, Gita Jolly oh. anymore. So, yeah. So, Tawa, I'm going to have you go ahead and read Tila's okay. before we go off the air here in a few minutes. Okay. Sorry, entirely. Uh, complete penance by Tila. Very hard at first. It takes time. Not guaranteed. Your heart always wish for good for yourself and others too. Praying helps the force which is so unique to reach that room is to take complete penance with total enlightenment. Very hard. Kind of meditation, peace with our with oneself and the form. It, it is, it is. But I'm gonna tell you what, we have um I'm glad you you actually read this, Sawa. <laughs> I am and I will tell you why I'm glad you read this, because of the fasting you're going through through Ramadan. Uh, I think it is uh, a very, very key for your belief system to come into that oneness with yourself through the meditation, through the fasting. And I think that this is a beautiful way to put that and a beautiful way to say that. I would love your opinion on this. Oh, thank you for your very nice. I'm I'm so uh, honored to have read it. It's so true. It really, for me, this month is very special for so many reasons because you come, as you said, in touch with yourself to be and better yourself, to find your soul, to really see the goodness and keep it and get even better and whatever is bad. No one's going to be perfect, but really to better yourself. And it's really about others this month to give charity, to spread love, to kindness, to get closer to to uh, our creator. So it, is, it means so much. That's why I'm, I'm really tired because I don't sleep enough at night. I only have three hours sleep every day and then I have to go to work. So, but I'm here to support you. And uh, I'm just, uh, it is so true. It takes hard. It takes a lot of effort. It doesn't come easy. Um, I love this poem, Tila, because it's really true. We wish good for everyone. Praying helps. So unique, but it takes finish to enlighten very hard. Absolutely, you have, you have can, no one can see you in this. It's only you and and yourself and God, and no one can see it. Because in the, this world, we can pretend to be something, but in this uh, time alone, we cannot pretend. So that's what I can say. Thank you. Yes, wonderful job. Before we go off the air, I want to give my thanks. Thanks, Chris, Salwa, Linda, Wayne, Nick. Rack, Blue, Raz, Verge, all for calling, uh, Laughing Soul. Uh, thank Joseph Moon, Beard, Harco Parco, Marius, uh, Tila and Rob for listening. And thank you, Boo, for all you do. Uh, we couldn't do thank this you, without you. Hey, we got you. I can hear you again. Yeah, I'm glad you can. And thank you so much for this wonderful show. What do you oh, think of Tila's poem? Uh, this poem is perfect for the month of uh, Ramadan. 
And uh, it's so true, you know, when you're praying in a group, the power is much more than, uh, uh, you know, when you're praying alone. And the penance, when everybody's going through a kind of uh, a repentance or penance, it uh, heals the world faster. It's a beautiful thought and a beautiful poem by a beautiful soul, Tila. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We are making that's for sure. Verge, Verge, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm just comments about this game all the board. But yeah, uh, it's sticky for me. I'm very different to all of you with regards to this. I see uh, my penance as being writing poetry. It's my meditation. It's my it's my moment of, of complete disconnection from that which surrounds me to a higher power, that feeds me the words, that, that enables me to express uh, the, 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 truly, the truly talented writers see what they have as a gift and a curse, or is it a gift or a curse? And penance uh, is part of the process for me of writing, but I appreciate the sentiment that the poem um, expresses a very interesting poem to Wonderful comment. Um, okay. Boo, you want to say something? Yeah, I think the whole concept is beautiful. I mean, I wish people, you know, your relationship with the higher power is your relationship with the higher power, whatever that may or may not be. Um, I like the penance idea in the group. It can only be better, I think, with the support. And in penance consists of, like, regretting without using your faults of the past and, and taking on the future. So I think it's lovely song and a great concept. And I know Linda dropped. Did you get to hear that at all, Linda? Yeah, I got to hear a little of it, but you know what? I I I loved I loved it um when I heard of it. I and I'm trying to bring it back up on my on my computer. Um I love how she shit said um how they pray in Ramadan. Um when we pray for for ourselves it's one thing. But when we pray together as a group for 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 life and love and 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 the world, um it's another thing. Um it it just means so much more when a group is gathered and praying for oh here here I got it. Let me pull this up. Um uh, wish for good for yourselves and others too. Praying helps a force which is so unique to each that room is to take complete penance, a total enlightenment, very hard kind of meditation, peace with ourselves. We need to reach inside ourselves and pray. And this will... this. The only way that we're going to survive is is through prayer. Um, yeah. I love this piece. Um, I just love how very hard at first it takes time, not guaranteed, 
your heart always was for good. Um, this is just a lovely, lovely piece. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I know that through prayer, when we pray together, the word of God, they hear us. And when we pray alone, God hears us. But when we pray together for a certain thing for, for life, it is heard. And I'm not sure, I'm not real hip to what Ramadan is, but I kind of get the feeling through this that it has to do with a lot of prayer for life and a force which is so unique to reach that room is to take complete penance. And that that right there is a beautiful, beautiful way to put it. Thank you, Tyler. I, I, I so... I so oh, go ahead. Sorry, Linda. I just want to say something important. I don't think uh, Tila is talking necessarily about Ramadan. She's talking because she doesn't uh, practice Ramadan. But I think she's really necessarily she's talking about in general her prayer, right? But because she's not even um, right. So okay. just to want to clarify this. I think she's not talking about Ramadan. She's talking in general. But uh, yeah, yeah, it just yeah, sounded absolutely. so perfect for the month. Absolutely. I, I get right. it. Thank and you. that's why that's why yeah, that's why I related it to Ramadan was because yes, yes, it, it, yes. it works so well with this. Yes, exactly. I agree. And I'm very happy oh. with that. In fact, we're uh, to clarify it. <laughs> in fact, even for Hindus right now it's a very pious uh, days, you know, uh, we are fasting and uh, uh, we have nine days of strict uh, uh, you know, religious thing going on. Yes, Tila oh, wow. told me, yes. Uh, how, how you say, like, happy happy holiday or happy... Navratri. Pra- I don't know. <laughs> it's Navratri. <laughs> nine nights we worship the nine forms of uh, goddess. So Shakti, uh, strength and fire, and, you know, like, the nine different forms of uh, goddess. Okay. Oh, hello. Happy. Hello. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh. what, what I liked about this piece was the praying helped the force which is so unique um and and like i say when we pray in church together as a whole over one certain thing the power is compressed that god is there and willing to answer our prayers and this is a beautiful beautiful piece and carla i thank you so much for it And yes, absolutely. And with that, we're going to uh, call it a show, folks. Um, everybody who, Thank like you, I said, didn't get read will be read, read on Wednesday. Um, I'm going to put a little special thing from Boo here to bring us out on a little bit of her piano playing. So um, is there anything else you want to say, Boo? No, just thank you, everybody, for your support, for calling the poetry, and thanks for being here. Holler, holler, woo-woo. <laughs> there you go. Yep, exactly. And we're so glad that everybody, we got, like I said, we got everybody on the board, everybody on the Don't phone line. We, we'll get Wayne done on Wednesday. So, Wayne, I'm going to force you to call in the afternoon. Okay. <laughs> 
But with that, let's uh, let's uh, put a little something for Boo on here. So here we go, folks. Uh-oh, what did you say? This is prayer for everybody. <laughs> Wonderful and amazing show. We love you all. You have a wonderful day, G. Love you. Thank you. Good night to you. Thank you. (laughs) Good night. Good night to everybody else. Thank you all for coming. This is Jay signing off.